0: Hi folks, uh, my only content warnings this week are there's some discussion of societal inequalities and um, a discussion of ADHD. Yes. So, uh, I mean, we almost always discuss ADHD, so I don't even know why I bother putting that warning in anymore. I mean, but if
1: we're... I'm in the room, it frequently comes up. So Yeah, okay, fair. Or at least as illustrated. Yeah. okay first of all shut up
0: (laughs) uh the second thing to mention is that uh we have animals
1: yes hound is at my feet looking demure and orange
0: cat is on a shelf deciding which one she wants to sleep on did you did you tip over that book okay that's fine um and the third thing is that we tend to swear Sometimes at the animals. Where is Sergey anyway?
1: I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh and sometimes because a swear is necessary and sometimes because it's Wednesday. <sighs> Does happen to be Wednesday. So there's that. Overall though, hi folks, welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode uh two hundred and twenty-eight. Lord. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I started my with my new team today. Yes, which was is kind of nice, in that we have a uh, we're fine tuning the charter. We have a whole bunch of stuff to do, um, so it's and it's really interesting. So I'm just trying to close out like the last bits of the big project, and then I can move on to the next thing, which is uh, uh, huge. I'm really excited. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, some interesting things. And uh, we are, I guess, participating in the advent of code as a team, which is sort of like a daily coding challenge for um, developer types and sysadmin types. And so, I mean, it's good. I need the practice. Um, we all sort of need the practice. We're all kind of learning a new language. And so, yeah, it's it's a thing I have... I, started late um or i didn't start late today but i was very busy today so i didn't actually get started on today's problem but uh so that's something to look at after we're done recording and possibly while there are murders on tv
1: yes i had to uh uh i suddenly realized i had some proofreading turnarounds due today so that's what i was doing before dinner so it happens
0: oh yes um also but I mean you also got your, your hair did today.
1: Yes. As we prepare for
0: the final twenty twenty-one awards ceremony. Is it the final twenty
1: twenty one uh, awards ceremony? I believe Center? so, yes. Yeah. This is uh this is the Hugos. Yes. I am up in two categories. So yep. uh uh well I'm up for in one category of Hugo and in the not a Hugo right. Lodestar category for yes. uh uh, and I, I, I
0: glance over at my wall calendar, and I realize I haven't changed my calendar page yet. So it's time to look at my fancy chicken of the month. Uh, last month, I buy the fancy chicken ca- uh, calendar every year, wall calendar, and oh boy, this is a Polish frizzle blue, and that is that is a a, a f- fluffy looking chicken. Uh, that is uh, that polish is, is
1: already and then you add frizzle and it's just right yeah yeah, yeah
0: it's uh let's, let's
1: see babe. it's uh, 80s big hair wearing one of those uh, fa- those rabbit fur coat things that we all thought were cool in the 80s it's
0: uh, really it's it's more like it's the the 80s hair metal wearing vin diesel's coat from triple x
1: okay which again i i think was not entirely inaccurate no no
0: yeah. not entirely inaccurate not entirely inaccurate
1: no. yes uh um,
0: but no i was i was looking because the hugo awards i believe will be on saturday the 18th so um
1: yes so we i am um, yeah. i got my hair re-dyed because if i have to go you know stand in front of a bunch of people i prefer to look as presentable as possible uh yes i mean let's face it when you're a woman an older woman of a certain size no matter what you look like uh people are going to give you shit if they feel so inclined but eh, you know what
0: them. um fuck those people yes they're just jealous
1: I did have. I, I'm. I'm still a little bemused by the guy who went so far as to mail me. Oh God. My own photo from a Hugo ceremony on like a page of my bibliography or something. Or something. Yeah. To tell me that you know I my photo made him sick and I'm just like, bro, you you sent me a page of me winning the highest award in science fiction with a whole bunch of my publications on it that have won other high awards in science fiction, and you think I feel bad. Because right. I'm just picturing you standing in line, fuming at the post office, <laughs> like, to send me my own photo...
0: To buy the stamp.
1: To buy the stamp, to send me my own photo of myself winning one of the highest awards in science fiction. So, really, dude, I mean...
0: And uh, as I recall, although I did permanently misplace it um was not smart enough to use someone else's return address.
1: I don't even remember i right. I, I didn't care, you know, but yeah. it was just yeah. I was just like what the hell dude you you bought a stamp for this,
0: right, yeah, I mean.
1: Social media exists. You can do artisan. You don't have to do this handcrafted artisanal troll shit. You can just go on Twitter. I'm easy to find. Uh, uh, yeah. But you know, I. Anyway. Uh, so, that said. <laughs> yeah. I like to at least have the hair did, and. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, and and I will, as, as the um, arm candy. For the ceremony. Yes, y- as the y- arm candy for the ceremony. Yes, um, Kevin
1: is my my
0: I have no trophy husband. Yes, decided what sort of thing to wear to the ceremony this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether it'll be like, you know, maybe I'll go with the wool the heavy wool kilt in uh, Shadow Tartan.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah very just sneaky.
0: because it's December it in is which is a very DC? different prospect than yeah. dressing
1: for august
0: or sept- or, or early september because yeah. next year it'll be it'll be labor day weekend um so yeah very very different um,
1: and uh i have to go probably buy new slacks i have to find my slacks but i haven't right. worn them in like 3 years because uh
0: uh, the last thing we had to do that was in any way sh- that you had to do that was a- in any way, shape, or form formal. Um, no, wait, we 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 did go to the one wedding, but uh, before that, I think was the Hugo I don't think Awards I wore in twenty nineteen. For that
1: though, I think I was like, I don't have anything. I'm wearing jeans. Oh, uh, you might have. I don't know. Yeah, uh, no. can't recall. Uh, but yeah, it, it was so. Three years is a long time, and uh, uh, so I will have to go locate my slacks soon and then curse and then go try to find a pair of black slacks uh, in my size, yep. which is actually easier to do this time of year than it usually is when right. I have this problem when I'm doing it in freaking the middle of summer, <laughs> and they're like, no, that's like interview clothes, We we th- that's fall stuff, we can sell you, uh, you know, Lane Bryant is like, uh, we have bikinis and swimwear and uh cute shorts and you know dresses and i'm like i I just want a pair of black slacks for god's sake
0: yeah yeah
1: (sighs) because you know i will just wear the sport coat like uh, if neil Gaiman can wear a sport coat i can wear a damn sport coat and uh (laughs) and the you know signature hat and i'm good but slacks Yeah. yeah
0: yeah. Uh interestingly enough, I'm I'm looking at like the calendar and it's like, yeah, um it's going to be a busy month because we've got WorldCon, then immediately the weekend after we have um Christmas, and then I'm the born. weekend after that is New Year's, and then the weekend after that I'm at Magfest. Goodness. So excitement abounds. It does. So yeah, December December's going to be busy. That has not stopped me from, you know, getting some interviews set up and from you know starting to to plan.
1: I haven't gotten you anything for Christmas because I don't know what you want.
0: Yeah, that's that's fine. Um I I already got my Christmas present for myself. So Okay. Yeah. Um but I mean you you we'll talk. Legos? Like, I mean legos uh d and d books that I don't oh, own yeah, yet physical d and d books I don't mm-hmm. own because um my Christmas present to myself was they were having a sale that took the if you just buy this, you own everything um on beyond it's for like it was discounted by like a hundred bucks nice, and I was like yeah okay that's 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 a good price point right there, so at this point, it's just I need physical books, gotcha. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's, that's, that's all uh, that. And it's interesting because now, um, interestingly for work, we're kind of greenfield. We are a new team who is...
1: What does greenfield mean?
0: um, Greenfield means that it is an empty field. There is no, there's almost no prior work. There is, there are jobs we need to do, but there's, there's no one, there's, there's no institutional whatever, well, this is how it's done, and I don't see why we'd change it. We get to build everything from the ground up.
1: That's um, the sort of thing that was named by someone who has no idea goes what go, work goes into a grassland field.
0: I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but it also means we don't have to tear down other things, um, and we can do we, we have a lot of room to experiment and maybe be somewhat creative, and I'm really looking forward to it. Plus, my new boss is a trip. My new manager is a trip. Uh, I've been working with her for a year, over a year, two years now, because she started about um, a couple months after I did uh, on the same team. So it's been, it's been, you know, a. Uh, uh, ride and the fact that she's now got her own team that she's managing and i'm working for her i'm just like sign me up sign me up
1: right cool well yeah so Uh, i i wrote a whole bunch this weekend yay
0: wrote a whole bunch this weekend
1: and then like (laughs) i haven't i mean i did like no writing today and only a little yesterday and the day before because it was like I wrote like five thousand words over the weekend, so which is a whole week's worth of words.
0: <laughs> that is that is a whole week's worth of words. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Of course, you know I immediately felt guilty and have still managed to get you know seven to nine hundred words done a day until today, which
0: today's an, uh, today's a proofread day.
1: Well, the proofreading didn't take long. though. today was a drive around, have hair dye put on me, drive around, figure out, what I, follow up on contractors. Oh, God. etc., cetera, yeah. et cetera. Figure out where my damn license plates got to. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I did a lot of that yesterday. One of the things that uh, I think is uh, interesting in terms of productivity impacts, at least living here in the U.S., is I had to spend I don't know how long on a call with our insurance company Ugh. to get the correct forms sent to my doctor so that my doctor can give them a fill out clinical details so that they can pre-approve or deny a new continuous glucose monitor because first they have to have all the details on why I really, really, really really really, 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 really need it. And and then they'll make a decision on whether or not they will pay for it on whether they think I really, really really, 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 um, which is different than I believe other countries where if your doctor says you need this thing, uh, the healthcare system goes, yes, they apparently need this thing. It's like insurance companies don't trust doctors in this country to take care of us. So I don't No,
1: no, they, 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 they uh, cause insurance companies don't make money if they give you the thing you want. Well, yeah, yeah. I was going yeah. to
0: say that's, that's the other thing is, is, uh, Insurance com- for-profit insurance companies don't make money if they actually pay for the services. And so I am, I am a big fan of getting rid of the American system run entirely by private insurance companies. Well,
1: also, it was so uh, ridiculous. They were like, okay, your insurance will not cover this, uh, this pill. Uh, it's been too soon. It's like, okay, but he's out tonight. And yeah. this is the restless leg med that lets him, like, actually sleep more than three hours a night. I'm like, fine, what if I pay out of pocket? And they're like, okay, let me run it with a discount card. It's $12. bucks. i am like, right. you were on the phone for how long? And then we had to do this thing, and then we had to get a denial, and then we had to do paperwork for $12. Uh, yeah. I- I'm like... And That's not even including what you know. I don't even know what the insurance company pays. Probably less because they have a, a bulk discount thing. I'm just like, I, right? This is not yeah, saving no, anyone no. money. Uh,
0: no, I I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, well, no, it's, I'm
1: I'm ranting to the choir.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, so for our international list, listeners, where you have um, socialized health care, where you know if your doctor says you you need something. Uh, from the pharmacy or the chemists and you go to them and they hand it to you
1: we envy you with a deep burning envy yes so much um this is also why we don't get out and protest en masse because it's tied to our employers yeah so if we take the day off work to protest the lack of socialized medicine they fire us and then we die in a ditch because we don't have socialized medicine yeah it's It's an amazing system
0: it's a it's a yeah it's a great great system great system
1: Um, Happy note. You have an interview. I
0: do uh, actually. I have um, a talk. Let me flip back to the page because I, I had to flip things around to uh, to write a note about Link Advent of Code. Um, we, uh, I, I had a, a talk with Nancy Mittens, who is a. Believe it or not, uh, primarily a document and standards writer who has, like I said, who has uh, ADHD and uh, so many years of building the coping mechanisms and all that. We're going to talk about all that stuff and a whole lot more right after this. Woo!
2: there are animals involved in this podcast. Yeah, right. So uh,
0: anyway, uh, uh, hi, folks. I am here today with Nancy, and uh, Nancy graciously volunteered to be on the show after sending me pens. So I'm not saying sending me unused or pens you know you're not going to use gets you on the show, but it can't hurt. And yeah, so anyway, Nancy, can you... Uh, introduce yourself significantly better than I just did, and tell us about what you do. And yes, are the dog. <laughs>
2: um, my name is Nancy. I trained as a chemical engineer because um, I am a math geek mostly, and ended up working quality assurance. So your ISO nine thousand one system type stuff is my bread and butter, and oh my God. Um, like I tell the guys I work with. I'm the one who gets happy over ISO standards and reads them so that you don't have to. Ab-
0: yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, uh, And only 9,001, not 14,001?
2: Uh, I don't do 14,000 because 14,000 is like EH&S. And, mm-hmm. and that's a separate department in the company I work for. Right. So I have a single site. I run mm-hmm. two different customer standards. I run an ISO 22,000 food safety management mm-hmm. system. And I run an ISO 9001 system. And there is the off chance in the next few years our business customers we're getting will push us to the automotive standard, IETF 16949.
0: Yeah. Wow. And for yep. those of you listening at home who don't know what all of those are, just be thankful. <laughs> um...
2: They're there management systems for how you organize the processes where you work to make sure that you're yep. getting the customer what they want, when they want it. To spec, in time, and and making your customers happy.
3: Yeah, you know, and, I
2: am really like I really believe in these systems. It sounds so funny to say it, but I I have actually <laughs> been able to use some of the techniques in my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, ideal. I mean,
0: yeah. I was gonna say not to the fourteen thousand one point where you've got the no. sign that says kitchen and stove over everything. No. But yeah.
2: <laughs> well, but stuff like one of the things that I do is take care of my parents. They're both in their seventies. Mm-hmm. They have um varying levels of dementia. So ah, yeah. one of the things that I do is I put processes and systems in place for them so that mm-hmm. I know where things are and what's going on. If they remember to do them, which is always, always a question. Yeah,
0: Always a question. But you
2: know, there's, there's some stuff like, you know, there's something that happened. They're very upset. And I'm like, okay, here's what we're going to do from now on. I'm responsible for holding this stuff so that you all don't lose it. And it's not, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm not trying to upset Mm -hmm. anybody, but I spent four hours of my time, including a half day off of work, chasing this down. And I'm not going to do that again. So
0: and, and and here's the book where we keep everything with all the instructions and because if it's not documented correctly, you're not adhering to the state. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm no, not,
2: that's I, OK. I, I no, 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 <laughs> no. With the new revision, with the 2015 revision of the standard, you need to maintain documented information for your key processes. But they really don't define exactly what that covers. And okay. that can vary with the complexity of the business. You know, so a lot of the time we have a bunch of stuff that isn't documented, but we have like 60 people on site. Oh, so, yeah. you know, you come in and you need to learn how to turn a pump on and really all you need to do is flick the switch. No, I am not writing a work instruction for flick the switch. Right. If you're too dumb to turn a pump on by flicking the switch that says off to on for that pump, you can't have this job. Mm. And I don't mean yep. that as diss on people who aren't particularly smart. But that's another thing that I try to do is make it easy, make it really easy for you to do the right thing. Make it really hard for you to get it wrong.
0: Yeah. And I mean, even then, the documentation, it may just be that, you know, that it's something more along the lines of, you know, clock in turn pump on next step. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And not go to pump. Find, you know, all of yeah. the, you don't need to go to that, the, the level of detail. Sometimes I need to go to an extreme level of detail, click by click when I'm writing technical docs. Yeah. But, you know.
2: Well, especially if you're working, you like I do technical docs for people a little bit. I do a lot of the actual mm-hmm. document writing because most of the right, people right. I work with don't really want to. So if it gets done, it's going to be me. And I'll do like screenshots with circles and stuff, mm-hmm. especially teaching people how to do something new. Oh, yeah, because, you know, here's a program I've taken two hours and played around with it and gotten a good grasp Mm -hmm. on it. But I need to figure out how to transfer that information easily to someone else. And a lot of that is going to be screenshots
0: or in the immortal words, circles and arrows with a, a paragraph on the back of each one. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep, all of, us, all of us who trupe write trupe. documentation, yeah, everyone yep. who, who writes documentation loves at least that portion of Alice's Restaurant. Uh, <laughs> 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 and those so of then, you who haven't heard it, shame on you. I will put a link to the long version because you have to hear the long version in the show notes. <laughs> in so addition. We've
2: already kind
0: of touched. Yeah. Oh, you had yeah.
2: something. Continue. Okay, so in addition to my job, myself and my parents, I have a mm-hmm. partner, three cats, and a dog. And right. I ended up the treasure at my church, which I am not particularly happy about. But was somebody, it one of those, you, you didn't say not it fast enough? Yeah, basically. <laughs> so guess what? They're getting documents, they're getting work instructions, they are getting forms.
0: They, and and this you know and th- when they get audited, if they get audited, they'll be ready.
2: They get audited you know? every year. Guess who's done that the last half, however many numbers of years? Because that that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't audit next year. Thank God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you mean like literally like an audit, IRS I audit aud- thing? And, yeah.
2: I am an ISO 9001, ISO 22000 certified lead auditor. I've been an auditor over 20 years. OK, Um. so I have a lot of audit experience and I am the person that our priest comes to because she knows that I can basically get it done in an afternoon. And thoroughly, okay. like that's without thoroughly, cutting yeah. corners. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. So, and so I've, I've been through
0: security audits and, and yeah. certification audits, and so I know how important it is to have someone there who knows and. Uh, also to have your evidence ready because mm-hmm. there is nothing as bad as I need that screenshot for that now and going, OK, let me make a screenshot for you. No, that should all be pre-done yep. and you should be able to prove it as well as have the screenshot. And yep. wow, folks, you're getting a, 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 <laughs> uh, a whole, whole run on process today.
2: Yeah, you're getting a bit <laughs> of the nuts and bolts. Like yeah. most people don't realize how how these things come in and why but some of that is because you need to write down you need consistency from person to person shift to shift so that everybody is on the same page and communicating with each other
0: and and three quarters of the security audits i've done are not about like actually showing a secure thing it's the documentation to make sure that people should be following and the evidence that people have been following it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, but in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you keep yourself organized personally with all that going on?
2: Oh God, there's a bunch of stuff. Um, I have, okay. (laughs) So I was officially diagnosed with ADHD six, eight months ago. Okay. And that was kind of interesting because like a whole bunch of people kind of knew I had it. Um, So for example, when I was officially diagnosed, I called one of my friends and I said, hey, guess what? I have ADHD because I know he does too. And he's like, yeah, I know. That's why we put you in the same room as friend so-and-so when you came to our wedding 10 years ago. We figured the two of you (laughs) Like she has more hyperactivity, and and we figured the two of you would balance <laughs> out to one normal ADHD person. <laughs> You're inattentive, she's hyperactive. We figured we'd have like one normal combined person. Just about,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: And okay. it was
2: it was the funniest thing because it's just so. It's been such a mind shift for me to be able mm-hmm. to look at tools that other people have used that are dealing with the same neurological wiring that I am. Right. And, and that has made such a difference in, in my, well, that and the drugs, mm. such a difference in my ability to get stuff done. Um, right. So I've been through, I actually had like the two or three day work involved, seven habits training about 20 years ago. mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've concluded about Seven Habits training is it's a cult. Oh, totally. Okay. Now I do hope you'll cut Ursula yelling in here. It's a cult. I, one of these, one of these days, I'm going to do a
0: soundboard where I can just yeah. push the button and insert yeah. the sound. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, because, and one of the things that I thought about that, like any mm-hmm. system that can only be failed, mm-hmm. is bordering into cult territory. So if right. If Amway doesn't work for you, that's because you failed it. If Seven Habits doesn't work for you, that's because you failed it. If this flavor of right. Christianity doesn't work for you, that's because you failed it. Right. And then we're starting right. to get into, you know, because when, when the system starts telling you to kick yourself because you're wrong, then it's not a healthy system. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a line that I've drawn around that.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: So there's there's a couple things. I've done Seven Habits. My sweetie turned me on to GTD about 18 years ago.
0: Hold on. Um, and I, I'm not... I have to say it right. David yeah. Allen's getting things done TM.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm it's, kidding. You
2: know, and it's it's a good system, and it's a good base for yeah. a lot of stuff for me. But there's – like, and one of the things I found is you have to pick what works for you. Mm-hmm. so hmm um, So – some of the stuff in GTD just just plain doesn't work for me. But, like, always having a capture tool of some sort is oh, yeah. incredible game changer for me. Yeah. Um. You know, he's like, oh, you should only have one. Cal-. It's like, well, the thing is, I have – see, this is the thing I use. I actually use a Google Calendar Is mm-hmm. I have my personal Google Calendar. I have the shared Google Calendar with my partner. I have – um A Google Calendar for non-routine work meetings. I have a Google Calendar for routine work meetings. And I have a Google Calendar for my parents' appointments that I am not going to. And then I have another Google Calendar for my parents' appointments that I am going to so that I can look. And they're all color-coded. Work is blue. Green is home. Parents are red. Mm So I can yep. look at the, the calendar in my, in my little thingy right here, cell phone, and say, oh, yeah. And I can set alarms with it, which, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, like going to church is in there because half an hour before I need to leave, it goes. And then 10 minutes before I need to leave, it goes. And it's only a five-minute drive, but that extra five minutes means mm-hmm. I will actually show up on time. Right. You know, because just that, yeah, it's kind of, I've had to learn how to do that. And it turns out that being time blind is one of those ADHD things. Oh, yes. oh no, it explains so much.
0: Mm. Yeah, mm. I, I we were talking, I I, I don't know, if, by the way, for, for those of you who are listening now, and it's been several weeks, uh, we are literally recording this after episode 221, the letter show. And that was one of the things we discussed, was how Ursula has... It's not necessarily time blindness, but it's even if there's one thing in a day, whether it's an hour at the end of the day or an hour at the beginning of the day, that just consumes the whole day in her heart in her mind. And so, you know, like she's at a convention, a virtual convention today. She's been there sort of all weekend. And even though it's panel here, panel there, panel schedule, her brain is I am in this all day. Um she had a dentist appointment on Thursday. Was it Thursday? Wednesday. Yeah, it was Thursday because Wednesday had the tattoo appointment. And the dentist appointment, as far as she was concerned, that was all she was doing on Thursday. Yeah. Um,
2: I don't and have And after she that. took the Xanax,
0: that was about all she did yeah. on Thursday anyway. So.
2: I, You know, it's interesting. <laughs> I don't have that thing with ADHD, which is good okay. because so much of my job is thing, thing, thing. Oh, my boss just walked into my office and handed me a flaming pile of paper. Go deal. Yeah. You know, though oddly enough, our customer complaints are down so low that it's scary. So, like we had five or six this year, and we're used to like, like by now I should have ten or twelve. That's me knocking wood.
0: Right? Maybe. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how do you? Well, it's hard because it's a very long-term job. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and, and we're starting to get down into the medium hanging fruit. So that's very exciting.
0: Yeah. Um, One of the things that culturally, um, our former head of, of customer support and technical support, essentially based on, because of what we do, but every feedback form, like every feedback blurb that, that went out, you know, the after, Mm -hmm. after support survey or whatever, um, every single piece of feedback got compiled into a weekly email and sent out to the entire company. Wow. And culturally on the one hand, you know, it would be, there would be a highlight in red where someone was not satisfied. And then there would maybe be yeah. a blurb on what we were going to correct it. Yeah. But out of say 30, like, uh, um, on a weekly basis, it's probably not that much. I mean, it varies week to week, but let's say out of 30, three would be red, mm. And the other 27 would be thank you so much or so-and-so did a fantastic job. And it it shows you could sort of feel as on the other side as the engineer who is providing these things. It mm-hmm. It was a reflection also on what kind of a job you were doing based on, you know, was unable to fix this because of flaw in program or, uh, you know, and not happy because of that. It it gave it gives you a real feel like uh, a a much smaller feedback loop customer to engineer versus the usual in software, which is first it goes to support and then it goes through managers Mm -hmm. and then it goes up and then it trickles back down. And then you're wondering why everything's on fire all of a sudden, because, yeah.
2: Um, yeah. That's actually something hey. I try to do is when I get good service somewhere
3: mm-hmm.
2: to find a manager and not complain about it. Like there was one time I was in our local grocery store and there's one guy who could cut the the ham so thin and it made me happy. <laughs> I like thin ham. And I went up to the front and I found the manager and I said, I just want to let you know, um, Justin, he, he cut yeah. ham for me and he Mm-hmm. He always does it. And she, like, I could see she was ready, getting ready to be told, oh, I'm unhappy. And mm-hmm. I, I said, and he is always, he always smiles. He's always polite. And he always cuts it as thin as I want it. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. You know, because yeah, no. so many, I mean, I see it with my job. All I get is mm-hmm. the complaints. Right. The p- complaints come to me for routing and who would, you know, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? Um, You know, root cause analysis, et cetera, et cetera. So
0: right.
2: it's nice to have the good stuff come back mm-hmm. as well, yeah, what um, keeping myself God.
0: I was gonna say one of the things we also do as part of our regular uh we we title it a postmortem process, but you know it's the it's the after the thing. Uh, we've we've finished a project. We've done something. We're doing a review to see how it is, and the the follow up is you know one of the things we talk about is what did we do right. Yes, yeah. I know. Orange cat just walked in front of me. Uh, yeah. What did we do? You know, what did we do right? What should we keep doing? And I and that's an important part of any review. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, so, okay, back to right. your
2: stuff. <laughs> um, I carry a Luchtum notebook for work. Oh, yeah. So I take notes in that every day. And I stole from bullet journal. I put like a circle mm-hmm. next to action items.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I draw a downward to the right-facing arrow. If I transfer it out, I fill it in yep. solid if I complete it. A mm-hmm. um, couple things like that, you know, those little things on the side. I circle... The meeting title. Whoever I talk to in pink,
3: mm-hmm.
2: so that when I'm going through, I say, "So and so said this to me six months ago." I can flip through the notebook just looking for that person's name. Yeah. Um, and I put I box the date in in red at the top of the page or the middle of the page when I start. And I also note whether I'm working from home or my job, you know, from my office.
0: Is Is there a specific um, version of the notebook you use?
2: Uh. Yeah, they
0: have
2: the so A5, many models, they the A5 with the oh, ruling, just plain ruling. So, yeah. And most of them have been blue because blue is the color for work. But yeah. I bought a green one, Uh-oh. and then I switched over to my home binder.
3: Oh, so I go, have a
2: yeah. feeling my next work one is going to be um, green with a peacock on top. Because <laughs> I put a sticker on the front of it, I won't look so professional. But who cares?
0: I, I was going to say I have one of the. I I I love getting covers for things like notebooks where I can take the notebooks out and put them back yeah. in because yeah. that way I don't have to care if it if the only one they had in stock was hot pink. Yeah, no one sees it. It's all you know. It's the black cover or the green cover.
2: The thing with this for me is I found it too hard. I used to have a gray. I still have a gray look term for home, but it mm-hmm. becomes harder. Like, I don't know how to put it. There's no way to put projects in. So what this has, it starts at the beginning with just blank paper.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. It
2: starts with a collage, including uh-huh. what a god-awful mess my room was oh, 10 years ago. It's a three ring. Yay. Yeah. it's a It's a half-page three ring. Mm-hmm. And then the first page is planning, the first section, mm-hmm. and you can see I bought pretty, pretty dividers Adaptive. for it. Yeah. Exactly, because yeah. it's I gotta live with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gives you know here's some home and work basic stuff that needs to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep track of what I spend, joint expenses for the household and personal yeah, expenses, yeah, yeah. and also my gas. And then I have a couple pages that are broken off into quarters that I can just put key things in the quarters. Like um, this month at work, I have two customer visits. I have three birthdays for three people very close to me. And Mm -hmm. my partner's sister is visiting. Next month, the big thing is Thanksgiving. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm taking a little bit of vacation there.
0: There you go. Um, Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, you know, and that's just that's just the planning section. After that, I just have mm-hmm. the project lists per David Allen. They're not broken up into someday, maybe, and active. They're broken right. up into doing, must, and may. Because the doing is the stuff that I'm actually working on right now. The must is right. stuff that I need to get done. But I'm not mm-hmm. actively working on it. But I can't forget that I have to at some point.
3: Right, right. Um,
2: and then the May is just everything that I might ever want to do ever. And then I have the Good. same thing for home because you can see here, oh, pardon me for work, you can see I've got mm-hmm. a page of musts for work and a half page yeah, of yeah. what I'm actually working on because there are so many things I have to get done and keep track of. Um and then I have a whole set of tabs for different projects that I'm not, actually, um, I'm not actually putting any notes on those because they just change in and out as projects come and go. And then at the end, yeah. I have um, an ongoing project of figuring out what the hell is up with having ADHD. So that gets its own tab.
3: <laughs>
2: and then there's another tab for organizing systems. And then there's another tab for organizing lists. So this is literally a list of all the stuff that I physically need to organize around the house. Stuff I need to organize electronically and the stuff I want to do at work. Hey, look, I can cross that one off. Woohoo! I just randomly sat down and cleaned off the file pile off my desk.
0: Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I've i been taking lessons from uh, some of the stuff around Tio Fuentes, Tio Fuerte. I don't know how to say the man's hmm. name, so I'm mangling it. I, I, I'm very sorry. Um, if you're listening, um, but uh, um, building a second brain, Ooh. which is, and I really want to take the course, but I can't afford it right now. Um, mm. But one of the things it talks about is being consistent with all of your storage systems. So I spent yes. probably a week going through my iCloud, which is You know, all my documents sync on all my Mm -hmm. Macs with iCloud so that it's one documents folder no matter what machine I'm on. And then but then I'm I I format them into the folder structure. And then I went to Dropbox and I duplicated that exact same folder structure. Then I went to my Google Drive and I duplicated that. And then I went to my work Google Drive. (laughs) And so that it's it's, you know, uh, my my grand plan is that someday I will have like a single file system with all the things in all the places, but uh, no one is doing that yet without expensive replication. I don't want to have to, my avoidance is to not duplicate data.
2: (laughs) That is another thing that I do is I try to keep consistent between the home system and the work system. Mm -hmm. So about a month, two months ago I started forwarding everything to one Mac address so that okay. I only have mm-hmm. one email to check at home. I have like a Gmail, two Juno accounts, mm-hmm. and a Mac account. But I only have yeah. to check my email one place. Also, if I get really annoyed at everybody I've ever bought anything from, I can disconnect the Juno account.
3: <laughs> right. And
2: and then just yeah. end the receipts coming to the Mac account. But another thing I've been yeah. doing is I've been going through and unsubscribing from the spam and even people oh, yeah. I bought from. Like, I bought a really neat handbag that I really, really like, but every two, three times a week, they're sending me trying to get me to buy something else for them. And yes. I just, I don't even want to deal with it. I mean, it's a really cool handbag. It's made out of offcuts from other manufacturers' production of sports clothing. So there's yeah, only one no. in the world, but, but, you know, it's really a pain. Um. So, so that is why there is a, uh, some work stuff in my home. There's a work mm-hmm. project list in here. And then I have a an eight and a half by eleven three ring binder for work project stuff. So that I can carry that back and forth.
0: And yeah, it's all cause, in one place. Because everybody everybody, at least professionally, wants either US letter or A4. They yeah. don't want A five to be for their yeah. records. Well, yeah.
2: And I also don't like I have a lot of spare paper. You know, yeah. so two three years ago, I went to a training session. The backs of the pages are blank.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Just pull them out. I'm never going to look at the notes again. Pull them out right on the front, then recycle it. Yeah. So and and I feel much freer to write on that paper because I'm not like I love legal pads, but you're writing on a legal pad and somebody has to pick it and somebody has to pay for it. Like yeah. my ink goes through because I use fountain pens, except for in the notebooks I use a it's a right. pilot g two not g two yeah dr. Grib full black, but yeah. um
0: i the, you know. the worst part is we were we were talking, and my pilot precise v seven that I <gasps> take the notes for the podcast in but it's a clicker um, yeah. the ink cartridge literally literally ran out like two minutes ago, three minutes ago, and I can't place hands on I have more cartridges. I just can't place my hands on it right now. So I grabbed one of my handy dandy thicker point um, frictions. Yep. Uh, So I can never get this page uh, too hot. But (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, I use Outlook at work, Mm -hmm. but I keep work and home as separate as I can. Right. Um, Even I spent most of last year working from home and I wasn't actually in this room. I was up in a corner of the living room. In an right. area that was dedicated only to work. Mm-hmm. Um, we shifted a couple of the rooms around because my nephew's probably coming to live with us for a year or two. So when he yeah. does, I'll get out of this room and I have another room behind the wall in front of me. So, so two, pe- okay, was- uh, two people, four bedrooms. It's great.
0: Yeah, I was going to say um, we have there's it's three bedroom. It's a three bedroom house. Yeah. um for if we decide if we reuse the studio as someone's living space again um, but yeah Jacob's Jacob who when his mom moved to South Carolina he said I want to finish high school in yeah. with the rest of my the people and I'm like uh, so he came to live with me for the last two years yeah. right and so yeah um meanwhile his brothers in South Carolina with his mom and you know yeah. great he's 20 something oh my god Jacob's going to be 20 tomorrow good lord right. sorry Sorry, just a moment. No, that's okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's okay. (laughs) I I have a brother who's three years younger than me, and it was really weird realizing he was legal to drink. And he's not even my kid. It's not like I changed his diapers or anything. So it's got to be kind of like, oh, my God, when it's your own kid.
0: It's it's, uh, more interesting is um, Ursula's brother, who is between my two sons, so nope. he I think he is legal to drink now but he's like 14 years younger than she is. Yeah. 14 15 years younger. It's so that yeah. was that was really weird. It's like, "Oh, hey, it's your younger brother." Like when we're meeting, he's like 10. Yep. And I'm like, "I don't know how why this does not necessarily compute." So Yeah.
2: Yeah. Families sorry. are weird.
0: Sometimes, yeah. So all, all families work. are
2: weird. Yeah. This is another theory of mine. All families are weird. It's only whether or not you know them well enough that they let it out in front of you.
0: Uh, Or sometimes how far that weird deviates from, like, an average norm. Yeah. Like, Ursula's family deviates a lot from, yeah.
2: Yeah. Mine is very strange, but not not obviously so. Like, I'm probably the most obviously weird person amongst us. But they're all strange. I I mean, my immediate family. Of yes. yeah. um, um, So
0: Outlook at Work, does that, Outlook does that at mean, work? You got Exchange or Outlook 365 back in?
2: Uh, both. Have no idea. But,
0: okay. I, I
2: have no idea, but I do know that I have separate installs. I do not have to go through Office 365,
0: mm-hmm.
3: which
2: is a really good thing because mm-hmm. I actually need a lot of the stuff in Word and Excel that isn't easily findable if it even exists in Office 365. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um like I try to use Office 365 and I can't get into the headers and the footers on on things and I can't do this and I can't do mm-hmm. that and I can't put content in and it's just and I have organized a little ribbon so that I have all the stuff that I need like I can put oh, strikethrough yeah, yeah, yeah. in Excel without having to go through all the dance to get strikethrough in because mm-hmm. there's times when I want to note that I took something out and when so I can line oh, yeah, it out yeah. in Excel um we, we We all work off SharePoint, so all oh. our documents are electronic and electronically controlled, um, which makes life so much easier in some ways. And,
0: and you're using SharePoint as it was intended. You're not yes. trying to make SharePoint into the into a giant wiki slash knowledge no. repository. it's it's a document repository you check in you check out. Oh my that God. is
2: in teams. The wiki stuff yes. seems to be in teams, which nobody seems to want to use though. So that's fine
0: but i i'm just i'm just this is you are possibly one of the first organizations i've heard of that is using sharepoint appropriately
1: yeah
0: it's like an organization by the way you you need to yell it's a cult
1: it's a cult
0: thank you thank you Um, (laughs) she doesn't even know what she's yelling it's a cult for she's just (laughs) yelling it and that's fine um But uh, yeah, uh, no, I so so often uh, people hear SharePoint and they get this horrible look on their face because everybody uses it for things it's not intended to do. You're using it for exactly what it's supposed to be. And so thumbs up to your company.
2: I I will pass that along. (laughs) I will open up a ticket to tell them. There you go. Yeah. That a random podcast podcast host approves. Yes. Um, The other thing that I use is actually Mm -hmm. remember the milk. Oh, yeah. Um, And I have the pro version. I pay the money Mm -hmm. for the pro version. They up the price and I was cranky about it. And that was six months ago. And now I have decided without even thinking about it that, yeah, I'm paying for it. Um, One of the keys for me was to keep it simple. Mm hmm. You know, I used to try to have like 50 million tags and it was this and it was that. And it was way too complicated. So I'm down to about a dozen tags. I have like three or four lists. I have home, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: stuff that I might eventually do at home, someday home. I have work. I have stuff that Mm -hmm. I might eventually do at work for maybe work. Right. And then I have trips. So if I'm going to CVS, here's the things I need to buy at the Mm -hmm. drugstore. And then I have a list for the stuff that I've ordered off the internet that I'm expecting to arrive at the house.
0: Oh, so no surprise deliveries for you?
2: Um, No, no surprise yeah. deliveries for me. I mean, yeah, yes, because no. I got a, a surprise candle subscription for Christmas okay. last year. Yeah. So I get a surprise candle once a month.
0: But yeah, but um, it's not like where I, I got a box i, I want to say the other day and i'm like what the this is for me and i don't recognize the sender and i open it up and oh right i kickstarted uh the new paranoia expansion <laughs> okay you know um so because often it's just like we shipped and then it's three months in transit or whatever <laughs> and you know surprise you ordered a thing six months ago and here it is now oh right yep. I have one of those right now that I'm waiting eagerly to hear about that I know won't arrive until next year, but yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. And again, with the color coding, um, mm-hmm. green is home, blue is work, purple is organizing. There's one tag for mm-hmm. either, which is usually home stuff. It's I never put it on anything for work, but it's like, I need to find the phone number for this place. And I tag it either because I can do that on a break at work. No big deal. Right,
3: right.
2: Um, and then my parents have their very own tag.
3: Because
2: mm-hmm. I keep track of their doctor's appointments. I keep track of um, a bunch of other stuff for them. You know, I'm the one who calls and arranges for the, the exterminator and plumber and what all else. Right, it's right. It's quite a bit, actually. Apparently, it took I mean, a pandemic and running a second household to, to get me, me uh, medicated for ADHD. Because I don't want to say <laughs> I was doing fine up until then, but it was manageable up until the, the both. Right.
0: Yeah, and and that's a, a lot of people are like, yeah, I had all of these coping mechanisms, and then the pandemic yeah. happened, and yeah. they all go out the
2: window. Yeah, and so, I yeah. I just wish we could all just be gentle with ourselves and each yeah. other, because. Because this is pretty much unprecedented in history.
0: Yeah. So, um, so, wow. We've talked a lot about how you keep yourself organized.
2: I've spent 20 plus years figuring out, and and I'm still working on it. Currently, mm-hmm. I'm working on prioritizing oh, yeah. and figuring out how to prioritize stuff and what's more important and what's less important. because. Like when I sit down and look at my list, there's just a big bunch of stuff that needs to get done. And, oh, my God, how do you pick? Um, Another Uh, thing. I have like this whole list. mm Okay. We're going to prioritizing. I'm working Mm -hmm. on figuring out how long it takes to do something, which actually involves timers. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you it takes me 10 minutes to unload the dishwasher and 10 minutes to load it. And it takes me 50 minutes to drive to work on a normal day. Because... um, i I've, I've literally yeah. sat down and clocked all this stuff mm-hmm. because if I didn't, I wouldn't know and if you ask me to run a project, I don't know, you mm-hmm. might want to give me a deadline because maybe I'll figure out how to get it done, but I really am timeline in the sense I have literally no idea how long anything takes, so i'm I'm working on that um, yeah. and I just I wanted to throw in if anybody wants to send ADHD tips please put them in the comments. If you, if you don't mind doing that, Kevin,
3: because I'm <laughs> looking for
2: tips on all this stuff. And if they were only in one place, that would be fantastic.
0: Yeah, we can, I, I, I the, you can actually subscribe to the comments on a particular post. So when this one okay. comes out, you should just be able to say, send me all the comments. And as people yeah. comment, there you go. Okay, cool. So Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, I get every single one of them, and they all go and they immediately go into the the folder I have set aside just for letter shows. Yeah. And then I have to I have to remember to triage before we do a letter show, so I'm not you know reading on yeah. air how I screwed up the release of a badge. And then I fixed it now. <laughs> so you know,
2: <laughs> you know, I was thinking about collecting badges, and it appeals yeah. to the shiny object collecting part yeah. of me. But then I thought about it and decided that it would become yet another thing that I got obsessive over and what would I do with them anyway? So I decided uh, they were not for me. Yeah. And that is okay. No, that's, They're for that, other that's people fine. and that's I and I wish people. them the joy yeah. of it. Yeah. And one of these days I will
0: remember to uh, release to Kofi supporters and Patreon supporters basically the list of all the badge codes for the episodes. Oh wow. I have a spreadsheet with that so that I don't yeah. duplicate them. Uh um on accident and so that i can also remember like i fill in the spreadsheet when i say the word um yeah so i don't forget and when i'm post-processing and have to fast forward through an episode to find the word again Um, but yeah so
2: we're learning about Kevin's systems and habits now
0: too Mine are an open book. I talk about mine all the time. You know, it's, it's sometimes I feel like doing these interviews because I'm always talking to different people. It's probably very repetitive for the listeners because they've heard five times how I do some of this stuff. And
2: sometimes it's the first time that it clicks, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, and when you're prioritizing now you've been talking about prioritizing and, um, I'm going to drag you back. Okay. I'm going to drag you back to probably the most valuable thing I got out of um, the Franklin Covey training. Okay. The Seven Habits training is the Eisenhower Matrix. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. Okay. So I sat down mm-hmm. and I found about 30 leaks on how to prioritize, and mm-hmm. I skimmed them all and summed them up. Would you like to hear the results?
0: How much of it is, is basically all of it re- uh, uh, filing the serial numbers off the Eisenhower matrix?
2: There's a fair amount of filing <laughs> the serial numbers off the Eisenhower matrix, but there is right. a significant amount that isn't. Okay. Um, so priority notes. Base it on your mm-hmm. values and goals, which means you have to figure out yep. what your values and goals are. Um, keep your efforts aligned with your purpose. What do you truly mm-hmm. desire? What is standing in mm-hmm. your way? They all mm-hmm. seem to follow the same Basic method: collect all your tasks, prioritize them, be ready to change as needed. Circumstances change; things, stuff gets bumped up or pulled down, and also know when to say no. Yes. Um, and and be be aware that even if you've started something, don't fall for the sunk cost fallacy. If you started it and it drops to a lower priority, don't feel you always have to finish it just because you started it. Um. I wrote for myself a list of things to consider when prioritizing Mm
3: -hmm.
2: urgent, important deadlines, who is affected, what can be done at home. What are, what are the dependencies?
0: Oh yeah. So like people don't think dependencies. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, For me, customer things take priority system. Things that keep it running are secondary and tertiary is improvements to the system. Um, Another thing to consider is how visible is it? So if it's not very important, but the CEO of your company is going to see it, maybe it's a lot more important than it otherwise would be. Oh, yeah. And then consider the impact. Um, There's that whole Pareto thing where 80% of the results come from 20% of the work. So take a look at that. Mm -hmm. And then for prioritization schemes, we have the Eisenhower matrix, which is important versus urgent. Um, Yep. There are some people do FIFO or LIFO, which honestly I can see because sometimes you're just so overwhelmed. You just say first in first out and I don't care. Um, There's the eat the frog method where you just do the most miserable thing first. Other matrix things include effort versus effect, cost versus value, Mm -hmm. cost versus benefit, Mm -hmm. feasibility versus value. Um, You can also do time sensitive versus value. You can order things by effort and start with the hardest first or start the hardest first. Um, there is this really neat method of picking between five things where you kind of write them all down in a circle. And then you look at each pair and say which is more important and draw an arrow to that one. And then whichever one comes up with the most arrows is the most important. Okay. Um, some people pick a set number of tasks per day. Mm-hmm. So one very important, three medium important, five little things, or one, two, three, or three, two, one. Yeah. Some people go by MITs, their three most important tasks per day, three vital, two important, one nice. Um, some people do something called the Ivy Lee method, where at the end of the day, they pick a set number of tasks for tomorrow and do those before they do anything else. And some people pick one top priority and do that thing until it's done. So that's pretty much the summary.
0: Yeah, Uh, and there are studies around also the limiting the number of tasks per day, or at least important things per day or per week. Because, yeah, if you don't at least pick, I I think it tops out somewhere between three and five is all, you know, um, and so, yeah, that's why a lot of these talk about the three most important of the day, or the. three or the three or the three because once you go past three it increases in the likelihood that one or more won't get done yeah like three is like that right medium medium median yeah. median is the word i'm looking for number that is both attainable but not overwhelming yeah whereas five or more per day can get overwhelming yeah
2: yeah, I will let myself have five or more per day. But some of that is because a lot of my most important things to do, my top rated stuff is mm-hmm. like write one email. Yeah. So I write an email and it's done and it's off. And it took me 10 minutes, half an hour at most, depending mm-hmm. on what it is. And then then what? You know, I might as well. I, I, yeah. I One of the things that works for me breaking projects down to very small steps. It's salami slices. I've heard it called that, you know, you have this giant project and you just slice it down to the smallest bits you can because you, and, and for me that works because it's much easier to send one email than it is to mm-hmm. look at a project and go, Oh my God, there's no way in hell I'll finish that. So.
0: I, that was the, the project I just finished
2: uh, for work. Uh, that was one of the
0: things I had to do because no one else was really looking at it that way. It was mm-hmm. much more, this group needs to take care of X, Y, and Z, and this other group has to do A, B, and C. And A, A, B, and C, and X, Y, and C were kind of big things, and we all sort of knew what they were, but there was no like breakdown of these are all of the components involved in X, and these are all yeah. the components in Y. And so that was one of the things I had to dig into just at the start of the the handoff was sit down and look at it and go, where are my moving pieces? And because it turns out they were all interrelated and and that too. And so again, the interrelated and the dependency graph and breaking things into smaller pieces is so very important and not enough. And it's easy to get overwhelmed to look at a giant thing and go, that's a giant thing. And that's a lot of work. But the moment you start to break it into, well, I need to send an email today and I need to fill out this form tomorrow, then it becomes manageable. Yeah,
2: I I had one manager. The elephant
0: method. Yeah,
2: exactly. I had one manager (laughs) who was very frustrated with me because everything seemed to move forward, but nothing ever seemed to get done. And Mm -hmm. it was kind of like because he expected me to sit down and just do everything all at once. And I was mm-hmm. trying to keep like three or four different projects moving forward instead of kind of basically abandoning right. three and finishing one. They're not my current manager.
0: Yeah, and yeah, and and uh, and that's that's a thing. Some managers, uh, or uh, you know, some people, often managers um, often expect that whatever their project is is the highest priority on your list and all you work on and sometimes communicating that you have five projects and they are all of equal importance and the one screaming the loudest isn't the one that's going to get done first. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a thing. Unless of course it's a customer fire, at which point all bets are off because yes. the customer fire takes breath.
2: Or, or yeah. there's things like I'm responsible for our kosher and Halal certifications.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: So
2: I have to get everything over to the rabbi so the rabbi can issue us our letters. And if I let that go, it becomes a big end of year fuss. So I'm Mm -hmm. better off starting it in September or October and requesting all the letters or even better going throughout the year and saying, you know, once a month, hey, your kosher certificate is up. Could you please send me a new one? Mm -hmm. Which I didn't do this year, but I've had some fair success getting all the outstanding ones this month, so that's nice. Yeah. So, you know, next month, I'll probably send him over to the rabbi early November before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And he can take however long he takes to come back to me. Yeah. Because I'm trying to avoid what I ended up doing, what I end up doing some years, because I usually take Christmas to New Year's off. Right. But when you're waiting on the kosher letter from the rabbi for multi-million dollar <laughs> yeah. customers,
1: you'll yeah. log on to check your
2: email once a day. And yeah. that's not yeah. conducive to relaxing.
0: No, not really. Not really. That's a whole other discussion is what's involved in that. And I don't want to go into that one here.
2: I, um, I have to say one of the things I really like about the company I work for is the expectation mm-hmm. is if you are on vacation, you are on vacation. Yes. I I took a week off in October and I said to my boss, look, I'll have my laptop with me. Call my home cell if you need me. And he just looks at me like you're on vacation. I'm like, yeah, I know. But if something catches fire, besides if I bring it for me and don't turn it on, then nothing will happen. Guess what? Nothing happened. Yeah. If I hadn't brought it, something would have gone wrong. But Uh, I'm a fatalist. Yeah.
0: And I've had to explain at prior jobs that when I am at this event or that event, I will not be able to work. And if there is something, you know, let's make sure I'm not the critical point on this. Um, And it took some adjusting for the one company. uh, (laughs) But, you know, being able to sit there, you know, this company, the company I work for now is just like, you're going on vacation, go on vacation. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? You know, uninstall Slack from your phone. I'm like, I can't actually because I use it for other things, but eh. I'll disconnect work Slack from my phone. Sure, no problem. Yep. Um, That's
2: I have the joy so of having a separate yeah. work at home cell phone. So I'm lugging around two cell phones, which stinks because yeah. I'm carrying two cell phones. But it's really cool because one of those is work. And if I shut it off, I shut it off. Yep. You know, shut it off, leave it yep. home, run the battery down. Doesn't matter. Anybody who's a it, several of my coworkers and my manager have my home phone number. You know, my home cell yeah, if yeah. they need me. And if it's that bad, they will call me, and I don't mind that if it's that bad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But
0: the other nice thing is, I'm no longer in a position where I am potentially a critical fault. Yeah. Like I am. I am the 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 point where things. You know the single point of mm-hmm. failure. Single and that's point of failure. Yep. Really nice.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Actually, one of the things every manager this year had to pick somebody who they felt could fill their shoes and start training them. Mm-hmm. So I'm training somebody who could fill in for me if need be. Yeah. You know. And I think that it's actually it's great. It really is. Yeah. It also Mm. means she can audit me. So when I do the customer protocol internal audit on myself or on ourselves,
3: Mm.
2: I I have somebody who can stand there and say, do you have a quality policy? Because I can't ask myself, do you have a quality policy?
0: Right. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I've I've spent too much time investigating cults because the moment you say audit myself, my first thought is. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah, no. And it's completely different. Completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Too much time research. Yeah, I I Um, actually
2: yelled at a Scientologist once as I was walking through the mall, and then I realized that that was incredibly rude and counterproductive, and I had to go back and apologize to him for how rude I had been. Because, you know, you're just reinforcing the us versus them. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And that's not good. Uh, Because we're all in this together. Uh
0: And there's a there's a whole discussion on how that's built, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, in the book I read a couple months ago, Cultish. And if you haven't read it, yes. I highly recommend it. Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fascinating, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um Okay, so um what have we not talked about in terms of how you keep
2: yourself walking? Uh Pujo. <laughs> I found some useful stuff in the cycle system book with the Wolverine mm, okay. on the front. Um, in terms of just I, – I actually do a single page per day of to-dos at work. Okay. Um, I pull them out of Remember the Milk and put them down there because it's easier in some ways to have it just written in front of me. And I try to give time estimates and see right. if I'm really overexpecting from myself in any given day.
0: Yeah.
3: That
2: really helps. Have you um,
0: looked at the Emergent Task Planner? yes um, i actually um, still timing. have sticky
2: emergent test sticky notes yes okay excellent yeah but i prefer uh-huh. to put them on the page because then i have right. them for reference yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: but the, the, that's a handy way that one oh, yeah was a handy way of of like this yep. took x amount of time
2: yeah. yeah no i hadn't thought of that i should try that i try i break it off into 15 uh five minute chunks yeah. Because the math is easier for me. you
3: uh, know, Adding
2: up, hmm. you know, 12, 12, 12, okay, that's three hours worth of work versus trying to write out separate sets of numbers and then figure out how many hours 240 minutes is.
0: I think, I think there is actually an emergent task, like record sheet somewhere in <sighs> on his site that specifically has you put a thing down and then there are all the dots and yeah. As you finish the task, you fill in how long it took. Okay. So like if you're if you're doing Pomodoro and it took three poems almost, yeah. you just you fill in three dots. Yeah.
2: I need to try a Pomodoro when I'm on the uh the ADDHD meds. Okay, yeah. Because the problem I had with Pomodoro is that it, t- it took me 15 to 20 minutes to settle into a task mm-hmm. and then it's beeping at me to get up and go do something else. And then yeah. when I'm going doing something else, I have to actually put that down and go back to what I'm working on. Yeah. And that has not been good. But on meds, yeah. it might be different.
0: Well, so it's on the other my thing list. is, yeah, there's the default. The default times may not be right for you. Like the yes. default time is 25 on, 5 off. Maybe you need 55 on and and 10 off. Yeah. Right. Or something like that. I don't know. Or 50 on and 10 off, because you kind of want it to be round. But, uh, you know, uh, tweaking yeah. the timing on it may be more valuable than looking at it and saying, well, it just doesn't work out of the box. Um, yeah. Because it is is—it is meant to be flexible.
2: Yes. In, yeah. Yes, I have a little Pomodoro timer app on my cell phone. Yes. It's, um, and then I found something else. What else was it? Um. Forest actually does pomodoro. Pomodoro. Oh, okay. Essentially, you could use forest to do pomodoros, kind of.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I haven't oh. though. I'm I'm exploring forest.
0: Um, so other. I things, hear good things. Yeah, I haven't done yeah. that, but I hear good things about it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Other things I'm looking at. Um, konMari. Mm-hmm. Because I am not a person who lets go of stuff easily, so. Um, I had the largest bedroom in the house, and we were kind of at goat trails. Mm -hmm. And in the last 10 to 12 years, I I now have this stack over here is the biggest pile behind me. It's about five feet tall in boxes. But that is all mementos and personal letters. Mm -hmm. I have one box of personal paper to file, one box of parental paper to file, a three-foot stack of boxes of photographs. And a two-foot stack of craft patterns and recipes. And that's it. And they're all organized and segmented and laid out neatly. And I have like half a basket of random objects to put away. And as soon as I'm done with that, man, I'm starting on the parental papers. But I am. uh... you have to let me brag. I am so proud of myself. (laughs) Because I have not been a neat and clean and organized person. And the fact that I am now at the point where I can find stuff now is like beyond belief makes me so happy and excited.
0: I, I, I am envious. My office is a tech graveyard and I did. We have an eco closet. Yeah. Well, I have basically a shelf with, you know, the cloth cubes you can buy at like target or wherever drawers or whatever. And they were overflowing with, cables and old pieces of tech because it's just like, well, I might need this someday. And then it's five years later or 10 yeah. years later. And I, it, it hurt a little bit, but I sat down last weekend and I went through all of those and I threw out all of the cables that do not connect to anything we own anymore.
2: Yeah. I salute you. That, that took is out, not easy. Yeah, especially it's for really someone in Yeah. field.
0: Yeah. 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 And yeah, I I've, I've you know, so I'm, I'm thinking I will go section by section um, and then side note, thinking of of uh, KonMari specifically, we were talking about uh, I'm going to be doing. Hopefully in spring, I will start the great big chicken breeding program where I'm designing my own chicken. And but there is going to be a section of this one brings joy and this one does not bring joy. And mm-hmm. I'm very sorry to those of you who are vegan or otherwise plug yours for about 35 <laughs> seconds. The ones that bring joy will stay. And the ones that do not bring joy, maybe they'll bring joy and stew.
2: Yes. Okay, well, they get names here. like pot pie, a la king. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's I had a friend
2: whose pie. mom kept chickens and she wanted to be very clear with the kids, the eventual fate of said birds.
0: Well, in, in the case of pot pie and dumpling, who are, are my two, two of my, my coach roosters, um, two of the roosters. That's a warning as to what happens to roosters who get out of line. Um, <laughs> yes. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, we were just, it was just funny talking about it this morning as I'm going to have to be assessing these, these young chickens when the time comes yeah. for the traits I'm looking for and which ones bring joy and which ones do not. Yeah. And I'm very sorry, folks, this is how it works. Um, but if I succeed, this is going to be a great chicken. And um, we all know yeah. what I do with chickens yeah. anyway. So, you know, with the chickens who are not fit to lay eggs. Up to par,
2: yeah.
0: Up to par, or the ones that get human aggressive. The ones that get human aggressive, yeah. And, yeah. you know, they have to. They have to, so.
2: Well, that's why greyhounds are so gentle with people. is because oh, you, yeah. You're, yeah. on the track, you do not have a greyhound who is human aggressive. So they put them down. Mm-hmm. Which is you know yeah. decades of it of breeding, yeah, greyhounds are very gentle, I've heard
0: uh, we have no, a small dogs, so them. yeah, um,
2: <clears throat>
0: and uh, we do have antonio at the uh, at the feed store who gives um extra roosters a good home on his farm. It's wink, always wink, good on, to on. be
2: sent to the country,
0: yes. Yes. So.
2: So there's, there's a couple uh, Okay. Of so things. keep there's going.
0: Yeah, things. yeah.
2: <laughs> um, keep things where they are used. This one is really key for yes. me. So I have two separate desks in two separate rooms. Each one has a pair of scissors. And I have another pair of scissors upstairs in the bedroom because one of the medications I take comes in sealed blister packs. And I have to open the wrapping. So I literally have a yeah. pair of scissors in my nightstand. That is for nothing except opening those blister packs, which means it's just so easy to do. Um, that's oh, becoming yeah. one of my things is I really try and eliminate the friction, you know, to make oh, yeah. it as simple as possible for me to do the stuff that I'm supposed to do to lower, you know, in chemical terms, to lo- lower the activation energy of the reaction. Because it's just, <laughs> I, it's just. it's if it's easier for me to do it will get done yeah versus the really complicated hard you know um Mm -hmm. so that's one thing and then um use stuff you like so y'all can't see my planner but i've got a very pretty planner with like little flowers on it and inside there's some pretty stick well on the outside even there's some pretty stickers there's like little holographic stickers yeah some of which i bought for myself and some of which a a close friend sent me and i use pens that i like which makes it easier to actually do the stuff that needs to be done um and then the last thing i and i got this mostly from my dad is habits Mm mm-hmm um habits 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 are habits are like the blind stumbling through life when you can't cope with anything but before you go to bed you walk into the bathroom because you're going to pee so you don't pee in the middle of the night and you brush your teeth because you're there anyway um so Mm -hmm. i'm i'm not completely in on it as a ha- it's No, I'm completely in on it as a habit. I just am working on doing it is my home from my job and cleaning up the kitchen. Because I bring my little yes. lunch bag to the kitchen, empty mm-hmm. the dishwasher, load the dishwasher, hand wash what needs to be washed, and the kitchen actually stays clean and doesn't get piled up with dishes. And it makes such a big difference. I mean, we tend to let them stack up for a couple of days. So the fact that I've started doing this means they're not stacking for a couple of days. It no longer takes ten ten minutes oh, to yeah. load the dishwasher. Um and I'm gonna be adding very slowly to some of this. Yeah, I um, mean you can't
0: rush in. And that's yeah. one of the things I, I'm I'm working with for both myself and Ursula is that we we have that like, you know, make it easy to for at least for her to remember to unload the dishwasher. Like, yeah. And then but yeah. for me, every day at lunch, you know, if I if the dishwasher hasn't been run, then I'm you know, I make sure my stuff goes my lunch stuff goes in and lunch. And that after lunch cleanup, as it were, is when all that sort of thing happens. Um, yeah. Whereas. The, um, uh, not everyone in the house is the same about, you know, clean as you go. And so it's, you know, everybody has a different habit around it. And you're right. If you're not, if someone isn't doing it regularly, it
2: piles up really
0: quick. It's,
2: we, we split the housework between us, and he probably does more than I do. And no, there's no probably about it. He does more than I do. Um, And there's a variety of reasons for that, but I'm trying to up my game, you know, cause it's, and some of that is also like, one of the things with getting rid of stuff is when you can find everything, when you look at your collection of pens and realize, you know, I haven't used this one in three years and I haven't used that one in five years and maybe somebody else would like these.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, it's, it's just so much easier.
0: Um, And there there are pens I keep specifically for other people to take or for other mm -hmm. people to use, because I know if they leave my desk, they'll disappear forever. So I might as well have those, you know, keep those in a spot that is easy for other people and just refill it regularly.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Right. Yep. Um, Cool.
2: So that's the end of my question number three. From
0: Yeah. Awesome. So that's questions two and three done, which means we get to have some fun now. OK, um, yeah, because question number number four and you've kind of gone into this a little bit. Uh, what does a typical day look like?
2: Well, I get up and if I'm working for home, I don't get up and then I have to be out the door in theory. Between quarter of seven and seven, because I'm supposed to be early for work to check people in with COVID protocol, but I don't Mm. really know if anybody cares very hard about that. Um, So I'm trying to be out the door at seven. Takes me about Mm. half an hour to get ready. And I tend to push the edges Mm. of that. Yeah. Um, It's about a 50-minute drive into work. I work in a different city than I live in. Um, And most of it's actually a really pleasant drive. Um, it's interstate and then two-lane roads, and there's not a lot of traffic, and and I, I actually kind of enjoy that. I have a have a red CRZ, though.
0: So. I I have coworkers who are like how when I had to go in an office, how can you live so far away from the office? I'm like, how long did it take you to get here this morning? I live about five miles down the road and it took me about 45 minutes. I'm like, why did it take you 45 minutes? He's like traffic. I'm like, I live 35 miles down the road and it took me 45 minutes. 25 minutes of that was getting to this point right here. Uh, And then the last 20 minutes was going the last five miles to get to the office. So you know what? I have a much better view, and I don't sit in traffic for 40 minutes. I sit in traffic for 20 minutes. No
2: I, like have to... f-
0: yep. yeah. I have a, yep, I have a 40-mile
2: commute. It takes mm-hmm. me about 50 minutes. I grew up in New York City. My dad oh, has an 8-mile commute. It took him about 50 minutes. Yep. So it's, you know,
0: I gotta ask. I'm, I'm you a city know, what girl. What part of the city? Oh, Brooklyn.
2: Down by Berlin. King's Plaza. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I lived in I lived in Kew Gardens in uh, okay. in Queens, just like yeah. next door to Forest Hills. And, yep. You know, in the uh, early nineties. So yeah. Yep.
2: And and the early nineties is when I moved here. Yeah. I, I live in Western yeah. New York now. So. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 It's it's nice. I love it. This You're is you know. Now. No, I'm not <laughs> at state. I'm in Western New York. <laughs>
0: Uh, I was going to say, but
2: are,
0: from the city, the everything country, is upstate. There's the capital Come
2: on. district, there's central <laughs> New York.
0: Hey, but you if you live in the city, everything else is upstate. I know. Mm-hmm. Or out the island. There's upstate and there's out the island. Yeah.
2: And it's so For yeah. The funniest thing about that is Brooklyn and Queens are actually the two westernmost counties on Long Island. You're yeah. technically on Long Island. Yes. But you talk about Long Island, like you're not actually living on it.
3: That's because that's like going this... into the
2: city, going into Manhattan. Like, oh yeah, I'm going into the city after class. Well, you're actually in the same city right now.
0: <laughs> right,
3: right. So I mean, it's,
2: it's people yeah. are so funny.
0: Yeah, but they, I, but there is a significant difference between in the city, part of Queens, and out the island. Yeah. Even though it's yeah. the same physical piece of land, there is yes. very big differences. Yes. Um, Says the man who would, you know, occasionally get all uppity and ride the Long Island Railroad into work because it was faster than taking the subway and I wanted to sleep a little late. Costs yep. a little bit more, but who cares?
2: <laughs> yeah, I I used to take, well, the first three years of high school, my dad would drive me and drop mm-hmm. me off on his way. And then my mom got sick and he didn't have the mm-hmm. time. So yeah. I would take the bus in, but it was always the city bus home with the, you know. Mm hmm kind of missed that bus path.
0: <laughs> it was it was uh, um the uh ENF trains for me all the time. Like Yeah if I had gone you know.
2: to Saint Savior's up by Prospect Park, it would have okay, been the bus yeah, to the yeah. train. And mm-hmm. um, and my brother went to high school in Manhattan so he was bus to the train every okay, day. Yeah.
0: But I miss the subway and the buses, that's for sure.
2: I miss public transit. If I could get public transit so I could sit and knit for an hour or read a good book or listen to a podcast while I knit, I I would do that in a heartbeat. I do not particularly enjoy driving. It's not a thing the way it is for some people. But we had the house before mm -hmm. I got the job. And since I like the house and the neighborhood and the partner and I like the job… I invested money in a little red two-seater hybrid sports car.
0: I'm, I'm not I, – I have no room to talk. I mean, I'm the one with the 2013 Camaro 1SS out there that has – you know, that 90% of the time goes no more than 10 miles from the house. Yeah. And then that 1%, like – Once a month, I take it to my tattoo appointment, Raleigh, which is 45 minutes. And then, you know, and I'll take it to like MagFest. I'll drive it to MagFest, which is, (laughs) you know, but most of the time it's like, why do you have a car that goes the, the, because I enjoy driving it and I don't, you know, most of my driving, 90% of my driving is not the five miles around town. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, I have to exactly four hours one way to 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 pick up jacob from college right yeah i want to enjoy that
2: yeah it's i i spend basically 10 hours a week in the car plus a little more for any other trips yeah i need something that's comfortable i need something that's Mm -hmm. safe and i need something that's like it has to have cruise control i have to be able to control the audio from the steering wheel those two i will not live without Yes. Because I, you know, I drive long to, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, drive 30 no. some miles on highways. I need, you know, to not wreck at 60 miles an hour.
0: I, yeah, no, I so, I, totally, I, I, I have to have cruise control because otherwise I get speeding tickets. But that's yes. a whole other Yes. Uh, can story. I brag?
2: I have yes. a hot little two-seater red sports car. I've been driving it for five years. I haven't gotten a speeding ticket in it yet.
0: I can I can honestly say um that I have not had a speeding ticket now since 2010 and at the time I had the 2000 Firebird Trans Am convertible and so yeah. You know, and that that one, it was, you know, both that and the one the are really easy to get speeding tickets in if you're not careful. But yeah. I have I've had to be really, you know, I've had to be good because I can't afford the insurance to keep going up. You know, it's actually, you know, gone down. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, OK, where were we? Typical day drive to work.
2: Yes. Drive to work. Walk in, mm-hmm. put my stuff down, set up the computer, pull out the notebook, right. look at yesterday's list look Mm -hmm. at Remember the Milk, set up today's list. And then today's list also has a listing of meetings on the side. So Outlook is set up to ping me for meetings. My cell phone is set up to ping me for meetings. But that gives me, there's like an 830 standing meeting most days of the week Mm -hmm. for for the managers, which I'm technically a manager now, which is just really funny (laughs) to me. Um, My dad is definitely lying and not a suit. So it's right, kinda right. funny to me that I'm a suit now. <laughs> but um Yeah, so you know, and that just everybody talks about what's going on, yeah. you know, with their job, what problems they've had, you know, what's finished, what's not finished, what came in, what shipping <laughs> type thing. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, really yeah. good. I really wish we had it every day of the week, but
0: mm-hmm.
2: my boss cancelled it on one day for a different meeting, which might argue. And then from there, it's just, you know, a regular day of work. You know, there's stuff that has to be done right away. There's stuff that should be done soon. There's always, always, always lots and lots of notes and ideas. Um, There's often reminders to other people. A chunk of my job is uh, following up with other people to remind them of stuff that they need to do. Okay. yeah. So, you know, here's this work instruction. It was supposed to be reviewed two weeks ago, two months ago. Where are you on it? Right. Right. Type stuff. You know, this corrective action. Where are we on this corrective action? Um, I'm pleased to say our corrective action closures are decreasing (laughs) in time. So, yeah, no, that's a huge thing. So a little bit of background for everyone else. Corrective action means something went wrong. We put something in place to fix it. Then we're putting something in place to prevent it from happening again. But the thing is, it's not like day-to-day work. So if you're working in a factory, that type of stuff is like, oh, we made 620 widgets per hour. Great. But the preventive action and the corrective action stuff is not widgets. So yeah. part of my job is staying on top of other people to keep them aware of where mm-hmm. we are and and moving forward on it yeah. and not stalled and, out.
0: And sometimes that corrective action and this is the the hard the hard thing to do is to say sometimes the corrective action is to only do six hundred and twenty five widgets instead of six hundred and fifty. Yep. Because at six hundred and fifty the error rate increases. You know,
2: yeah.
0: faster isn't always better. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, and it's not an easy thing to accept. We're built on a society that really prizes more and more and more, more money, faster, more stuff out the door, more customers coming in. Yep. Um,
0: And and the if one person can't do 650 in a day, then we should add a second person, both doing 625 a day. That and (sighs) it's. Uh, it's not a good solution. Yeah. And we're starting getting into the mythical man month part. Yeah.
2: We're, we're sort of, we're fairly data driven on stuff. So that's Mm -hmm. actually really nice that, you know, if one person can't do 650, you know, I feel that management where I work with, will look at that and say, okay, if one person can't do 650, then we'll either hire a second person but and we'll up it to a thousand instead of the uh, thirteen hundred,
0: right, right?
2: You know, so it's it's nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you've so, got the data there to show where exactly. the error rate is, and the yeah, data driven yep. is important. A lot of people don't, uh, and a lot in in my past, a lot of companies are not very data driven, and yeah. so you know, it's much more of a move faster, or you know, or if you can't do it in 30 days, then let's get a second person so we can do it in 15. And yeah. no, it's still going to take 30 days. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. So you finish your workday. Yep. And all that stuff.
2: Um, get in the car, run any errands. Um, yeah, okay. My workday nominally ends at 4.30. Mm-hmm. I sometimes stay to 4.45, 5 o'clock. Not uncommon. But I'll go shopping in the smaller city that I work in. Ah, yes. Because it's 430 and there aren't really any lines. Ah, yes. You know, and a target is largely a target no matter where you are. So.
0: So very true. Yeah. 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 And it's it's always nice to be like, I will go to the target near work because yes. I can get there faster and maybe beat a crowd versus uh-huh. the target closer to home, which is, you know, 30 minutes later, which means everybody else is, um, yeah. And when I was, when I was was going into an office and I would stop at target in the morning or like, I'm going to grab snacks to like Monday morning, I'm going to grab snacks to restock my office and I'm going to grab, maybe I'll grab something for lunch that day. Target when it first opens is great. Um, and again, it's close to the office, so I'm already there.
2: Yep, exactly. Right? Yeah. So um, on the way home, run any errands. Mm-hmm. Um, the pharmacy's on the way home. At generally twice a week, I stop at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Um, they live two miles up the road. It's literally a right-hand turn, go in four houses, pull in their driveway, <laughs> um, which I'm Immensely grateful for. They moved up here because right. I'm here. Oh, okay. And um, being able to stop in so easily on the way home has really been helpful. Yeah. Um, you know, it's yeah. There's a lot of stuff and moving pieces going on with that.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm for, I'm fortunate that that is not a concern I have with my parents. Although they did they moved up here when my oldest was born to be closer to their grandkids. Nice. Um, yeah. Cause at the time they had moved from Raleigh to Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. Um, I was already out of the house and living in Raleigh. And so, mm. uh, gone to New York and to come back. And then when my oldest was born, mom was like, no, I need to be close to my, I
2: my to grandbabies. My yeah. And
0: yeah. so, uh, dad got a job up here. Great. Yeah. No, so, no, uh.
2: No, mine mine retired. My dad retired in um twenty twelve, right before Sandy.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah.
2: you know, it's really easy for me to date. He retired about three or four months before Sandy since he was in building maintenance on Coney Island. Oh. That was a really good timing. Yeah, really. You know, good they timing. took about oh, no, a year no. to deal with the house down there, and mm-hmm. they looked at over a hundred houses up here, but they finally settled on one that's close to me in a single level. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah, um, yeah it's unexpected. Mm-hmm. Did not expect my dad to have dementia, but he does.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm living. You know, we're we're did you know there's a blood test for Alzheimer's now?
2: No, I did not.
0: They, I I was just, God help me. I'm old enough now that I qualify for AARP membership.
2: You know, you don't actually have to be old enough. They'll accept anybody.
0: Uh, Well, yeah, but at 50, they start giving you the bargain. Yeah, okay. And and marketing really heavily. So I joined because why not? Yep. I I'll take a 4:30 discounted lunch, dinner, you know, or snack or whatever. Um, that's what you always think of with the ARP. But one of the yep. things they have is like in the magazine every month they're talking about, you know, uh, here's a medical here's this past month was things we didn't, you know, miracle things that we never thought. And as of, I guess, the last two years, they now have a blood test for Alzheimer's. Hmm. Like they can start identifying the proteins at early onset that are indicative of Alzheimer's. So they can give you there's uh, literally a blood test that they can use now to early to identify it earlier. Um, It's like there's now a portable. The technology has just come around on. uh, I think this was month before last about uh, essentially a portable. Stroke response unit where they can get you into an MRI in the back of a truck
2: Son of to see if you've
0: had a, yeah, it's, yeah. it's they don't have it here yet, but, you know, some of the big research hospitals now, they have basically a mobile MRI unit, and they can just, like, if they think you've had a stroke, that's part of the EMT is they get it there, and they scan, and I'm like, Damn. and I wouldn't have known about this. Yeah, I wouldn't have known about this right? Because uh, yeah. I, these are the, the medical stories we don't hear about, Yeah. right? Um, yeah, so, but um, anyway, that's, that's neither here nor there, right?
1: But Slate, still.
2: Slate Magazine ran an article last week or so that was the yeah. good news about the pandemic. You know, it kind of um, like, we have vaccines. Huge chunks of the yeah. world are getting vaccinated. We figured out yeah. that, you know, and it was just a whole list of different things that right yeah i mean it and, still sucks don't get me wrong but oh, yeah. keep this in mind because it's so easy to always see the bad stuff never see the um, good
0: ursula was in tears um the other about a week and a half ago at night uh when she saw the announcement for the malaria vaccine oh god yeah which is I, again it it's not this it's not an mra rna vaccine no. but You know, it's still this is, you know, a medical breakthrough. The mRNA vaccine now now means that, you know, we've got approval on a vaccine for Ebola. And soon HIV HIV.
2: is coming.
0: You know, and those of you who did not grow up in the 80s. Yes. Which where if you got AIDS, HIV, and it turned into full blown AIDS, you were dead. Period. Exclamation point. It was a death sentence. And now we have drugs to live with it. And then on top of that, now we have drugs. To, we we may have, you know, we've got a vaccine. This is unthinkable. This is unthinkable These, to
2: 18-year-old Yeah. I'm 46. I remember. I don't yeah. really remember the 80s because I was a little bit too young oh. for that part of it. But hmm? uh, there's huge chunks of our population that died of AIDS. Oh, yeah. You know, Not particularly gay and, people. And, yeah. You know, particularly uh, gay men. And mm-hmm. just the. Yeah. There are certain no. people that I believe will spend a s- fair amount of time in hell if they get led into heaven eventually. Which I'm kind of a universalist, but. So yeah. I mean, yeah, sort yeah. of feel like maybe God makes mm-hmm. them pay first. Me too, because yeah. there's stuff I've done that's been wrong.
0: But I'm glad to be a Lutheran with that one. But anyway. I'm um,
2: Episcopalian, so raised Catholic, slipped sideways yeah, into the Episcopalians.
0: Yeah, okay. You know, that's it's almost as good as being Lutheran, but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You, know, you, know, you know. Anyway. Um,
2: well, I but do but believe yeah, our yeah. two churches are in communion, so.
0: Yes, they are. Um <laughs> I, no, but the, at the at the end of the day, though, yeah, I mean, there's there's so many things now that will help that yeah. you know would have been unimaginable twenty years ago, five years ago, yeah. that have come out of this a, a terrible thing. Um, it's like the changes that make everything safer after every plane crash. A plane crash is a terrible, terrible thing, but sometimes a lot of times it's here is, you know, here, here are improvements we can make to make the entire system safe. Not just this, this
2: goes back to the continual improvement section of the standards that when something goes wrong, you look at it, you do what you can to fix what went wrong, but you look at Mm -hmm. everything else and say, what happened? Why did it happen? And you go, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, what am I gonna do to prevent this from happening again? I mean, yeah. I made a major work error last year. Like mm-hmm. multi million dollar error. Ooh. I know. And I was able to mm-hmm. fix it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But there are multiple safeguards in place to yep. prevent it from ever happening again. There's stuff in my system that reminds me I need to do this by this date. And and there's stuff, you know, we have our monthly review meeting. Not a full mm-hmm. management review in the ISO sense, right, right. but you know, everybody comes in and we talk mm-hmm. about where the company is and how we're going and you know, what all is what. And one of the things that's now part of that is me covering where we are on this cyclical thing yeah. so that if I start slipping up, somebody else is going to see it and say, Nancy, what about? Right. So and there's, that there's I've also that now.
0: Yeah, and there's the the thing uh, we talked. I talked about with Sigrid, um, which I'll I'll link to the interview, folks. Um, the, in air traffic control, it isn't a person made a mistake. It's that how did the system allow this to happen? Yes. Right, and that's and that's a whole part of it is how did the system still, allow? Yes. Yeah, so you know, it's not at, at no point. I I might take responsibility for the action, but when I'm analyzing it, it's how did the system allow me to, or the process allow me to do this erroneously instead of. Yes.
2: I um, I am pleased to say that in the six or seven years I've been involved with this quality system, two people uh have gotten reprimanded because we were at the point where, You know, you do the work, there's a check, there's a double check, there's something else after that, and you just plain didn't do your job. But in, you know, probably, say, between three and 500 root Mm -hmm. cause analyses for incidents, twice, it's been you effed up. Yeah. And not, you
1: ignored, this. Yeah.
2: You ignored all the guardrails, everything that we put in place, all the training you've had, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. So, you know. So then I get right. home and I put mm-hmm. my stuff down. And I walk into the kitchen and I put my lunch bag down and I do the dishes. Right. <laughs> and then after that, I am trying to not sit on the couch and just spend the rest of the evening on the internet.
0: That's a hard one sometimes. Um,
2: And that's difficult. Um, There's a couple things. We officially set dinner time at seven 30 now. So what I'm hoping to do is do stuff up until seven 30 and then eat and then say the rest of the evening is mine.
3: Right right, right right or
2: whatever i feel like doing for fun for fun or pleasure or long term self care cuz i mean for me self care is stuff like um reading i i read i do like my two big hobbies are reading things and doing stuff with fiber
3: oh, yeah because
2: i when i was in grad school i very much i if I let myself, I'd be sailing, I'd be kayaking, I'd be woodworking. I, um, what else? I'd fold origami. Um, mm-hmm. I'd learn three or four new languages, play five or six different <laughs> instruments. I, I mean, it's just right. So in grad school, I said, okay, two things: reading, fiber, and and I've really okay. kept that up. So I'm a la- you know, knitting, crochet, tatting, embroidery, sewing. I have all those. I'm uh, not nailed down, but I'm at maybe advanced beginner level.
3: Right, right,
2: right. right. Um, and I recently acquired a couple of sets of really simple drop spindles. And I have owned for multiple years several looms, though I've never actually woven anything on them.
3: <laughs> but
2: one of the things that I'm, I'm really hoping is that getting myself, getting my physical possessions organized, mm-hmm. and getting my life organized will give me the free time to actually play with those things. Yes. Right now, that free time is going into the organizing system. Mm -hmm. So reading about organizing, making notes, actually walking into my my room and grabbing that basket of random objects, holding each one Mm -hmm. and saying, am I keeping this? If so, where am I storing it? Let's put it there. Or am I letting this go? If I'm letting this go, let me take a picture if it means that much to me. Right. Um, because that's that's a trick I have for letting go of stuff If something if I want the memory more than the objects, I'll just take a picture of it. And that makes yeah. everything yeah. easier.
0: I, I I will say that um, going all the way back, probably mm-hmm. to the first year, first year, because mm-hmm. I, I was just talking to him um, the other day at, at the home improvement store. Um, uh, one of the things I've been been building into is Horace. Uh, my friend Taurus Balog's philosophy, make memories and have experiences and not things. Yes. Um, Now I have my things. I'm not going to lie. I have things and I like some things, but uh, being able to, you know, like uh, over here on my wall, there are two things, but they are things I got in Tibet and I can look at them and that is, and I can have that full memory of, all those yeah. travels, just looking at one set of prayer beads and a, uh, um, uh, a piece of, of weaving. Um, yeah. Or, you know, uh, uh, you know, I have some art by my friend uh, Miss Monster, and I love the art, and it's great art. But I can also think about that time we went to sushi in at Midwest Fur Fest, the first yeah. time we met, yeah. or the craziness of running around Pittsburgh at AnswerCon the one year. Um it's more reminders of the experience, and not. I want to yeah. have a thing in my house to prove a thing.
2: Yep, um, and that's that is why this stack is so big, mm-hmm. because this stack of mementos has stuffed animals in it, and there yep. are stuffed animals that maybe aren't my like. I still have my pound puppy. Nineteen eighty four, right. and I've had that. And you know, I've got my pound puppy. I've got the bear that my sweetheart gave to me my partner those two Uh are up in the bedroom but there's some other stuffed animals in there there's stupid things like the small plastic bowl that when i was a little bitty kid with the little bitty baby with the winnie the pooh in it do you keep it do you let it go yeah there's some of these boxes are actually letters back and forth from people i care about i have Uh a dining room table in my other room Uh and once i get once i finish going through the half basket of kimono it becomes (laughs) clear And I can start spreading out this stuff and looking at it and saving, okay, Okay. here I have, you know, here's all the letters from my high school boyfriend. Am I keeping them or am I letting them go? And the answer is actually on that. I'm letting them go and we're going to have a bonfire. I'm going to burn them in the bonfire. Because he is an incredibly wonderful guy and a sweet person and we are still in touch. And I do not need letters from 30 some years, well, 20 some years ago. He's married. Yeah. His wife is lovely. His oldest daughter is a spitting image of him when I met him. It's the funniest thing. There's, there's, and I'm so happy uh, for him. There's a
0: concept we used to have at, uh, when I was working with the with the startup church. Every New Year's we would get together and we would have a bonfire of regrets. Yeah, and we could write down one thing on a slip of paper that we regret from the past year and we plop it in the fire And we don't have to talk about it, nobody's, it's not sharing time, it's very personal, but you put it in that fire and you let it go. And, you know, it's not to forget, but it's part of that whole forgiveness, forgive yourself, let go, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, um, you know.
2: I have spent so much of my life carrying stuff around. Right. You know, mental baggage, physical objects, I'm getting to the point where I'm letting go of stuff. You know, I took a whole bunch of notes on this project, putting something together. I wrote the final report. I can throw the notes out. I don't need to keep them. The final report will stand on its own.
0: It's it's like the collaborator it's like the scene in Labyrinth where the, the old, the, the pack rat, that's the only thing I have, who's who's trying to attach things to our heroine and make yeah. her carry all of these things, you know, let it go. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to break into song, although it's very tempting whenever I say that. <laughs> <let it go.
2: laughs> I still haven't seen that movie, so. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. So, uh, if that counts for anything... um. But, okay, so, yeah. Um, and then, uh, okay, personal time, and there's a bedtime, and I'm sure there's a bedtime yep. routine, and then it's yep. start over in the morning.
2: Yep, exactly. Um, yeah. Usually the bedtime routine is the medium, includes the medium so do, Sudoku from the New York Times. Okay. Um, because I'm picking out what podcast I'm going to fall asleep listening to. Because I, I grew up with two deaf old ladies, one on each side, and parties in the neighbor's backyard that started at 10 p.m. I hear you. Um, yeah. And I can sleep in silence if I need to, but it's always just a little weird. So.
0: I was going to say, I it doesn't matter anymore. I have a new medicine for my restless leg that works and mm. also knocks me the fuck down, pardon my mm-hmm. language, um, <laughs> on, you know, nope. just like... I got. I, I, the, I know, two hours after I take it, I'm done. Yep. I'm done.
2: Nice. So, yeah. Nice. If I if I have trouble falling asleep, I think I'm going to have trouble falling asleep, I'll load up, instead of, say, 20 or 30 minutes, I'll load up a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And then when I drift and wake back up, you know, because you drift in and out. Oh, when yeah. I wake back up, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not falling asleep. Huh. I guess I'll just sit here and listen to this podcast then. And it makes it so much easier <laughs> to just fall back asleep. <laughs>
0: I, I have a, a playlist specific for it, yeah. like I, you know, that goes through a very specific order of songs. But, yep. If I play those songs in order, I may find myself uh, getting a little drowsy, so I don't listen to that one in the car. Yep. But, that's yeah, that's Enya's watermark
2: yeah. for me, or it used to be. I haven't really done that, and I don't know if it's, but like it used to be that my when my sweetie was trying to play the music on the piano, I'd start yawning when he hit the right chords, and it was very uh, very no. fun. He'd do it just to make me leave the room, the silly boy.
0: It's, it's Neil Diamond's, the the first album on the list is Neil Diamond's Jonathan Livingston Seagull. So, mm. you know, which that one I can listen to anytime anyway. But that, uh, mm. if it's after Emerson Lake and Palmer's fanfare for the rendition of Fanfare for the Common Man, that starts to trigger my brain in because, yeah, um, yep. because of the association of the order mm. of things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's...
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I was thinking on, I should, should try watermark again and see if I still have that rate.
0: Yeah. Did my okay. Yep. Um.
2: Yeah, I also have somebody else streaming video over here.
0: Okay, so it's all so. everybody is is yeah. Um, no, my my because of the weirdness of how I've got things set up, every so often the monitor flickers. As the Mac redetects the external monitor, so.
2: Okay, um, I turn my video off.
0: Yeah, that, I, that won't help for me because it has okay. abs- at least the, the difficulties on my end. I can turn off the video all I want, and it makes absolutely no difference on the fact that the screen is just okay. going to flicker.
3: So, <laughs> okay. that,
0: you know, but if, if we're getting if if we're getting uh, interference, slowdowns, and and jilly, yeah. then that's a whole different thing. Well, let Anyways, me know um,
2: because I've, we've got my D and D game going on the other side of the out in the dining room. I don't want to. So you, that's been your D&D game
0: much longer. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, that's fine. Let's, yeah.
2: That's um, fine. I've I have been arrested instead of getting into oh. the fight. So I've been arrested and put in handcuffs, and whenever I join, we'll see how I roll to pick the lock. Okay. Since I'm a rogue. Uh,
0: yeah, we've done that. We've done that.
2: Yep. Yeah. All well, right. it's one of those things, I went by the calendar for when this was scheduled, and this was supposed to be noon to three, so four to whatever works perfectly, but somebody switched up times on me, so.
0: I Yeah, I don't know, because I thought it was at three, and then suddenly it was at four, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I just show up and start the thing when it says start the thing. Uh, okay, anyway, <laughs> let's, um. <laughs> Good. Are you you ready for the next bit? Yes. All right. What is the best advice you have been given and or in addition to the best advice you would give someone else?
2: So there is a whole bunch of advice and a lot of the advice that other people have given is advice that I would give. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the two pieces are figure out what works for you. In terms of your organizing system, in terms of what type of job you want, in terms of where you want to live and what kind of clothing you want to wear and what pets and or family you want, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We are not, um, we're not assembly made. We're each of us a unique Mm -hmm. individual and we should be respecting that. Um, Absolutely. And then the other thing is, and this is just me. But find the small things that give you joy.
3: Oh, yeah. You know,
2: so for me, I have a wardrobe of water bottles and I have a wardrobe (laughs) of fountain pens and regular pens. And I have a library full of books and a wonderful dog and the most amazing man in the world. And not all of these are small. Right. But. Having the right pen to write your notes at work and at home Mm -hmm. gives me great joy. Yeah. Um, Picking up a new novel by a favorite author gives me great joy. Oh, yeah. You know, and and there's so many things that are so hard and so big and so impossible to deal with. So if you can, find the small stuff. Mm -hmm. Because if you need to win the Nobel Prize to be happy you're only going to be happy like one day in your life, unless you're Marie Curie.
0: Yeah. Right. But,
2: um, yeah. Very few yeah. of us are Marie Curie.
0: Right. Uh, I, small things. Well, this one isn't very small, but you know, I mean, we're going through uh, a a hardware store and there's this giant stuffed <laughs> chicken and yeah. you know, I had, you know, I have to have it.
3: Um,
2: exactly. But no, but it is a small thing because it's mm-hmm. not terribly expensive. I mean, if you enjoy your particular houseplant, if you like watching the sunset or walking out, like when I let the dog out, I look up and look at the stars at night. You know, perhaps there's a small orange cat that gives you joy.
0: I don't know if if who gives who more joy, um, but now it's time to be held like a baby and have our belly rubbed. Yeah, we're not sure we like this, but you have come into the into the office when I'm on a thing. So now you get the belly rub. And since you're not trying to take my fingers off at the knuckle, and you may be even purring slightly, this may be just, we're not sure. Are we done now? Okay, there you go. Story of my life, folks. Story of my life. Um, I'm like, man, I'm glad my headphones aren't connected to that cord. No, that's the cord from my microphone to the, to the transmitter, to the... <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Small things that bring me joy. Small small orange cats. Uh, we were actually discussing mm-hmm. we're going to have to have orange cats for the rest of our lives now because every yeah. orange cat we've had has just been the best. So, yep. um, yeah. Small things that bring you joy. You, you're not as small as you used to be, though, sweetie bear. No, you're not. Cool. All right. Are you ready for the sad but easy question? Yes. Yes. How do you deal with a failure or missing a goal?
2: Poorly. <laughs> okay. Um, a lot. Sometimes I will stop and just let myself feel the feels. Yep. Um, because, yeah, it, it's but, important to
0: feel the feels.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And sometimes. There's apologies involved, and Mm -hmm. one of the things that I've gotten out of my job is to do that, figure out what you're going to do so that this doesn't happen again. Yep. You know, at work and at home. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because I, you know, like, yeah, when I don't clean the kitchen right when I get home I don't clean up the kitchen Huh? interesting we better work on making that habit stick the good habit it makes me happy it makes my partner happy it makes the house nice yeah Yeah, we really should work on that one
0: excuse me sweetie bear I need that piece of paper under your butt not you the cat (laughs) it's okay I I
2: know I'm not sweetie bear
0: (laughs) there we go (laughs) Okay. Yes, go to sleep on the... On the you know the keyboard isn't working, so you're not going to fall asleep on it. You're going to stand right here in the middle of my notes.
2: Of course. <laughs> That's
0: my girl. Okay. Um, I, I
2: think any company or meeting that does not accept cats wandering through is not one that I really want to be in.
0: I was going to say at this point, I thought it was just generally accepted. If a cat shows up on camera, you must introduce it no matter what the... the What the the meeting is, is who it is and who it's for or what it's for. Yep. I believe it should be true. Yeah. Yeah. So um, make sure it doesn't happen again. And that's, that's a learned skill. A lot of people. Yeah. And I want to say it's been interesting. Now I can say this over the last four and a half years. Yeah. Watching the differences and. I want to say the growth and the trend of people's many more people going how do I you know how do I make sure I don't do it again what are yeah. the repercussions uh, you know and and much more of a taking into account the more than just the this is what happened to me portion of it yeah I'm not saying that before I started the show people were a bunch of of you know selfish unthinking but what i am saying is that i think over the last several years a, a lot of there's been a shift in that, that sort of mentality
2: at I've, least I've, among my listeners <laughs> i have noticed the shift in the answers to this question from i'm miserable da, 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 and you know i fix it as right. best i can to i fix it as best i can and then i figure out that it so it doesn't happen again Right. I mean, I, I've noticed that too. And I feel so funny saying mm-hmm. the same thing as it feels like everybody else says this question.
0: Yeah. But, you know.
2: but um. it's, it, and it is definitely a learned skill. I did not have yeah. that 20 years ago. No. I mean, 20 years ago, I just felt like crap and, and worked my tail off to try to make it right. But I didn't have the, okay. So anybody who thinks that life ends at 30, especially for women needs mm. to have another thing. Cause my thirties were better mm. than my twenties and my forties have so far been even better than my thirties. Right and
3: there with and I, on I that just yeah.
2: want to lay this out that, you know, I may not be as young. I may not be as cute. I am certainly much fatter, but, but let me face tell face. you something. I have ballast in my bilge. You know, it is much harder <laughs> to knock me sideways. I mean, I probably would have been, yeah, approaching suicidal if I had made the mistake I made a year ago, 20 years ago. I mean, I would have just thrown me down so hard and so bad and so miserable, and I would not have been able to get out of it. And I'm 40, you know, last year was 45, I'm 45, I made this major error at work, okay? mm. the big error how are we going to fix it and what are we going to do so that it doesn't happen again? And even if I get fired for this, I will find another job. I will move on. I will be able yep. to take care of myself. My church doesn't care. My boyfriend doesn't mm-hmm. care. My dog doesn't care. <laughs> you know, all my eggs are not in one you know, I was one of those kids who was really, really good at being school in school. Okay, yeah. National honor, you know, national merit scholarship. Mm-hmm. Honor Society, yeah. um, multiple scholarships to various colleges, um, a valedictorian. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm kind of now this middle aged schlub who works like a lower middle management job at a, a Fortune 500. And, you know, it's great because it gives me time to That's deal okay. with everything else. Yeah. And yeah. And some of my friends from high school are doing much, much better than that. And I am very happy for them.
0: And I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. You
2: know, I have a nice
0: life. I'm I'm, I'm 50, and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. And I'm with you. Uh, 10 years ago, um, well, I can be even more specific. You know, 14 years ago, when, um, my marriage, my first marriage, fell apart. You know, I, 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 it was that. It, there, there was a lot of internalizing that I hadn't worked hard enough, that it was all my fault, that, you know, and I think my ex-wife felt the same way. And in reality, I don't necessarily think there was a particular fault point. But how we internalized it and then externalized it and, um, you know, make, makes a big difference, makes it a big difference. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And And I have worked very long and very hard to get that ballast that Mm -hmm. up um it is not easy i've spent a long time you know getting there Mm -hmm. and you know so i'm kind of a little bit bragging on myself i hope you don't mind
0: (laughs) no no that's fine no i'm with (laughs) you i'm with you on that one i mean you know and part of it is if we hadn't gone through those Mm -hmm. horrible things we wouldn't be ready for or the people who could appreciate what we have now, yes. which is, you know, the most wonderful person I could ask for in my life. Now I'm bragging a little bit. <laughs> you know? uh, we're, we're always like, well, we, we didn't, you know, we, we didn't get involved. You know, I can promise you, you know, I wasn't attracted to you for your money because we were both dead broke.
3: You yep. like,
0: you know, when we met, like I almost lost the house at least twice
3: um, mm-hmm.
0: in that time period. But, all of that is it, it was all just more learning and yeah. you have to, you know, and now I can look at it and go, okay, this, this feels like it's pretty terrible, but you know what? I can, I can build on it and learn from it.
2: Yep. Yeah. I've been yeah. through worse. I've, I've been through the, the long dark tea time of the soul.
3: Yes. <laughs> you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. And I've come through out on the other end sure. and I am mm-hmm. too fucking stubborn. You know, I've put oh, yeah. my life together. I've built a life at least three times.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, not completely from scratch, but...
3: Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. You know? And if I have to, I'll build it a fourth and a fifth mm-hmm. and a sixth. I'm, I think by the seventh, I might just sigh and weep first, though.
0: I I was going to say at this point, I, I have we have laid enough foundations, and I personally have laid enough foundation that I will not have to start over from scratch. Right. So and and if something terrible were to happen to me, Ursula will not have to start, start over from scratch. And, you know, and but that's but that's all part of it. I had to learn to do that as well. Yes. That's another learned skill. Right. You know, people don't just go out and throw rocks together to and, and then put a house on top of it. No, you have to learn how to build that foundation that the, those pieces. Okay, let's let's go to the happy side now. The happy dog break. you're getting, you're you're getting, yeah. Dog break, Lick, kisses from the dog. That's a happy yes. thing right there.
2: Yes. Um.
0: Happy but difficult. How do you celebrate your successes if you celebrate successes? I don't. Mm. And
2: I don't celebrate <laughs> my successes because I am a recovering perfectionist.
0: Ah, oh, there we go.
2: So if I start to tag things that I enjoy
0: mm-hmm.
2: and things that I want to success, I will mm-hmm. just make myself incredibly miserable because gotcha. that inner, have you done enough? Did you do mm-hmm. it perfectly? Could you do it? Not, not just, could you do it better, but could you do it so that, you know, I just,
3: yeah, well, yeah,
2: yeah. you. You spent six hours on it. Should you have spent seven? You right. know, and, yeah, and yeah, I just, yeah. I am not feeding that beast. I am not that feeding that beast. That is possibly one
0: of the best answers to I don't celebrate successes. Yeah. That I, you know. I,
2: I drive home from work. I say to myself, man, you had a good day. You knocked there off you know. the big important things in the morning and some of the smaller things in the afternoon. You done good. I mean, yeah. that was always when, when I did well and I pretty much got three B's in fifth grade. And until I went to college, I didn't have any more B's.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And that was always what my dad said to me was, you done good kid. Yeah. And, and I kind of, I look at it and I say, you know, I got most of the stuff I wanted to get done and some of the stuff for, you know, personal yeah. things on my breaks and I did well enough. Go me. Yeah. You know? I I think my personal motto at the moment might be satis bene, well enough. (laughs) (laughs) And that's another learned skill is being able to pat yourself on the back and say you did well. Because one of the things with my job is people, it's like a scissorman job. People notice when you screw up, but they don't notice when everything goes fine and you get the kosher letter in and out to the customers and this, that, and the other, you know? It It's just when say, everything keeps the, working, it's not noticeable. It's
0: the Futurama quote, when you've done something right, people don't know you've done anything at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, unless, like, I was talking to my boss about the project this past week. Like, we, we had a virtual high 5 mm-hmm. Um on Zoom, normally, we would do something to mark the occasion, but a uh, pandemic. And um also, he's on the West Coast. I'm on the east Coast. <laughs> so but you know that that the the when you do something right, the customer doesn't know you've done something at all. And I think that's the that that is the important part yeah. in what what we do, even from the different perspectives. I'm an i t. You're certainly not. But if the customer doesn't, if the customer thinks everything is fine and has been flowing, then we've done our jobs right. Exactly. You know, so um, and also perfect is the enemy of done and perfect is the enemy of good. Yes.
2: (laughs) My grandfather apparently used to pick up random branches when they went to buy Christmas tree and he'd bring them home Uh and drill holes in the tree and wire them in to make the tree perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my yeah. version is: Do not drill holes in Christmas trees. Yes. Yes. Oh, my grandfather wild. was a very unusual man. Um, you know, I can. <laughs> I, I,
0: there's uh, my grandmother at le- on my father's side was a child of the depression. Yeah. So there's a whole other thing that goes with that, um, oh, yeah. which also I think colors part of my love for Depression-era cookbooks and yeah. home ec guides yeah. because there's a whole mindset that went into it. But
2: all all four of my grandparents were children of the Depression. My parents were born just before the baby boom.
0: Uh, yeah. No. Well, my
2: oldest, my my oldest.
0: My my father's oldest sister, so my oldest aunt, was born yeah. well before the baby boom. Yeah. Because um, I think she's got 10 years on my dad. My dad was born, like, yeah, during the baby boom. Um, But uh, I guess it's my grandmother was in the upper middle class when the depression hit and lost, and, and her everything. family lost everything. Yeah. So it's a whole different <laughs> mindset. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, everybody, really from has- what I can tell, really didn't have much to rub together, so.
0: Yeah. You know. uh, yeah. Okay,
2: that's everything. Okay. So,
0: well, I mean, that's almost everything. Before we talk about where we can find maybe more about you online, do we want to talk about a charity? Yeah. Or do you have something else to talk oh, about? Oh, we
2: want to talk about a charity.
0: We want to talk about a charity. You got it.
2: Um, there yeah. are two people in my life who are very dear to me mm-hmm. who haven't always had food on their plates okay different ways for different mm-hmm. reasons
3: right right
2: um, but yeah. it, it one is my dad mm-hmm. and yeah. he's slipping into dementia and I'm finding some things out my family about my family I didn't know mmm And one of the things with him is his family. Now we would call them very food insecure when he was growing mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. and there wasn't always food on the table and in seeing, and we are talking, this is 70 years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm in my forties. I have never gone hungry. He has always been able to feed us. You know, he and my mom, For all the time that I've been alive, I'm the oldest Mm -hmm. kid. He's been feeding himself for even longer than that. So he is.
0: So I apologize. Um, It seems that the recording cut off. I thought this one was intact, and it cut off early, so you didn't get all of the links for Nancy uh, and her stuff. So I will be putting that on the show notes, like I usually do. Uh, It's mostly Twitter. So yeah. I want to thank Nancy for coming on the show. It was a great discussion all the way back in um, (laughs) October. So... um, Yeah, no, uh, good stuff. And we have a word. A word, a word, a word. Our word this week is drop spindle. Um, And it's spelled sort of the way you would think. All caps, all one word. That is the badge code for the week. And you can go to productivityalchemy.com, put that in the little box, and you will be given the badge for this week. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Other things you can find at productivityalchemy.com are... Like prior episodes, obviously, and a badge how-to that explains the whole badge thing. And a contact page where you can send in letters, and next week is is letter reading week, so that'll be exciting. And even a support us link. Uh, something very important to say about the support us link is... Don't! Don't.
1: Uh, we're good. We're doing fine. Yep. Do not need. Uh, do not yep. need your money. Lots of people need your money at this time of year. You're probably inundated with people who would like your money. Right?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? With Thanksgiving, there's always a big push on that. Yes. And then there's. Um, yesterday was Giving Tuesday.
1: And yeah, so I mean, yeah. the mailbox is stacked. My email yep. is full.
0: Yeah. But uh, a good charity to always give to, and the one Nancy uh, recommended is uh, basically food security. Absolutely. Um, Give to your local food bank or go to, uh, Feed More of Western New York, um, and set up a repeating donation. That was a recommendation. Set up a repeating donation. I mean, that's the thing. If you set up a repeating donation, uh, for your local food bank or for one of the other causes, then you really actually don't miss it that much at all. You know, like, and you can spread that wealth around and, um, you know, do a lot of good for, uh, what feels like no pain at all, which is great. You don't have to feel pain to do good. It's, uh, I'm sorry.
1: Uh, no, the, the, that's, it's a very puritanical belief that if yeah. it's good, it hurts and, or tastes bad or, uh, yeah. or is pain, yeah.
0: And if it, if it feels, if it or feels, your friends will hate if you. it feels good and, uh,
1: or tastes good. Or
0: tastes good. It obviously has to be terrible.
1: Yes, it yeah. is either sinful, or uh, mostly sinful. Yeah. Or immoral, which is the same thing, depending. Or depending. or you'll go broke, or yeah. whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, so many, <laughs> so many uh, uh, morality tales from the uh, that period of time uh, that end with uh, you did something that you actually enjoyed, and therefore. Uh, you are wicked and are going to hell. Yes, I don't believe that. I really don't. So anyway, um, oh, one final reminder: uh, if you um, do not agree with any of our our views, feel free to stop listening. And
1: <laughs> wait, what is? Are, are you subtweeting something? Not
0: really. No, it's just occasionally I'll get a, a new follower and I'll be like, oh, uh, why are they following me? Oh, uh, nine times out of ten, it's. Because they follow you and Shep, or you know one of that associated crowd. Sometimes it's like, okay, you know, I'll just do the hover over to to grab their bio, and then sometimes I'll see like certain keywords in their bio, and I'm like, do I want this person following me? Do oh, I, you yeah. know, you know? And I click through, and then it's like, oh yeah, no, mm-mm. or oh okay, they they actually, you know. They're they're okay, yeah. and so um, I, I just like to put out there that if if you don't uh, if I say something that uh, in terms of uh, say my personal views on politics, religion, etc., etc., feel free to unsubscribe.
1: Or feel free, if it is something that you, you you know, God knows we screw up occasionally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So We're if it's, it's something like yes. uh like I think you mischaracterized this aspect of X, please write us. Yeah, no. If no. it's uh we don't think your friends are people and deserve full rights, please, with utmost respect, fuck off into the sun.
0: Yes, yes. So yes in particular. Also, if you are a person who is medically capable of having uh, vaccines, but chooses not to because you're a selfish asshole. Um, unsubscribe right now and yeet yourself into the sun. Um, that is actually a subtweet, but not towards anyone who would normally be listening here.
1: Although I, I will say um, if that is the case and you wish to send us an angry letter, please go to the post office and wait in line for the stamp. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually probably the most productive thing you could do. And see, called back to the beginning. We have come full circle. Quick, end of the podcast. Right. So,
0: um, everybody, get out there. You know, do your best uh, to um, stay productive.
1: You could just buy a book of stamps.
0: I, I know it'll it'll help keep the post office in business. They're they're completely self funded. People. <sighs>